Hello, residents of Newport Beach, and welcome back to another episode of the Sandy Boys Podcast. My name is Matt. I'm one of your titular Sandy Boys, and I'm here to break down Season 1, Episode 13 of The O.C., the best Christmica ever. I'm not here by myself. For him, Christmas means a tree, stockings, and all the trimmings. It's Waspy McWasp himself, Brendan Ruppel. Hello. I am, of course, Sherka, host of the Creepy Uncle of Podcasting, a.k.a. Uncle Cream. Hi, Daily Hoda Creamation, recording as always from the Crematorium. I'm your editor in chief here at Cream Weekly, Doctor, Professor, Officer Cream, reporting for duty. How many titles do I have in that Dr. one? Doctor, Professor, Officer. I think you added one. I don't know which one <laughs> it was. But I, I don't think, know which one it is. I think it got added. I don't know. What? It, I mean, I don't know if we'll talk about it later, but what is a wasp? I don't. Th- I don't think what? we're in the Marvel world yet at this point. When I was, <laughs> when I was calling you a wasp, I just had a feeling that you were going to say, "What's a wasp?" What's a wasp? I, I believe it stands for uh, White Anglo-Saxon Protestant. Which, oh, uh, I think that describes you. I think that's I, you. <laughs> I think it does. You especially especially the Anglo-Saxon part. Yeah, yeah. Can't wait to get uh, Anglo-Saxon tonight. I'll tell you that much. Okay. Well, Brendan, it's not just the two of us. With Charles kicked it off as our first guest, we are now oh, in our guest era. We can't era. stop guesting. Guestless era is over. Once we start guesting, we can't stop. Uh, and we have someone who. If you listen to us on Lonely Boys, and it'd be crazy if you didn't, <laughs> be you were just right Sandy us. Boys listen. You you were only a, a patron and only listened to Sandy Boys, but uh, she she's one of the few people that in the four timers club, and now she's one of the even fewer people in the one timer club for the Sandy Boys. Please welcome <laughs> Lita Brillman. You know, you introduced Brendan as a wasp. I thought you were going to give me a whole introduction as a Jew. <laughs> Jewy McJew, Jewy McJew is here. Lita, that, seemed, that seemed anti-Semitic. I, I didn't like it. You're, really you're praising. Like I didn't, it I didn't like mouth. it. I didn't like it. <laughs> I no, hearing Adam Brody say it, cute, adorable, didn't Mary. Hearing, hearing Matt Gagan say it, ugh, gross. You said it, and I was like, is that something you said before? I hope it is, because, I don't know, you guys are close, so maybe it's something you guys talk Just about. It came so naturally to you. Yeah. <laughs> it really rolled off the tongue. It did. It, it, yeah. All right. So good. Good thing I didn't ultimately go. go, go Hi, it's that. me, Jewy McJew. I'm. <laughs> oh man, I am so. I'm so glad you, you're famously busy every other night except for right now. So I'm very glad we could. We, we <laughs> and could I was in. late here. <laughs> yeah, and, and we begged to push it, and you wouldn't let us. I. Yeah, you guys are like, we're going to reschedule because you're going to be 15 minutes late. It's like, I literally have no time. It's it's so busy. I'm I already so started Jewish. recording like a backup podcast doing impressions of both of you just in case this didn't happen. Well, can I hear that? Hi, I'm Joey yeah, McJew's face. <laughs> I, I think I said face. Great news they have for reference, though. Uh, yeah, that was what I intended. <laughs> that was a really good excerpt, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh man, Lita! Well, welcome to the Sandy Boys. You are you are the second guest ever here. You, I, I mean, what is your? We we know your Gossip Girl history, of course. You've you've shared that with us on the Lonely Boys. What is your history with the OC? Okay, first of all, I found more Gossip Girl history, and I sent it to Brendan. Um, I found a photo of myself from when I was oh my god, deeply yeah. anorexic, and I look exactly like Jenny Humphrey. Wow. Oh my god, it, it is crazy! Like the had outfit, the hair. Yep, I was wearing a designer dress. It was I like that you guys makeup. have very a, skinny. Uh, I don't like that you guys are seemingly communicating more than more than we communicate now. <laughs> <laughs> you, sure. This is a couple separate... weeks ago. I have texted okay. you since then, Matt. It was right. it was Mall okay. Madness Day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll never forget. 
Yeah, yeah. I, Hashtag I mean, I never with, forget. I was never with forget. you, <laughs> you were, I didn't want to share <laughs> never with you. Never forget Mount Madness Day. Okay, uh, nobody cares about that. Uh, people care about the OC. Um, Everyone cares about the OC. I had never in the OC, like, think I was too young for it when it was originally airing. It came out in, like, 2004, right? 2003 was the first season. Okay, so I was in third started. grade. So this, yep. this was, like, truly not for me, not to mention that I did not have cable, let alone the CW, when I was in elementary school. Um... So I had never seen it, but for some reason I binged it all when I was a junior in college. But like, I wish I had a story for why that was. Like, I remember <laughs> in high school, it was like, I started watching because like everybody was talking about it and Aaron Tveit was on it and I loved Broadway. Sure. Like, at least I remember that and the, you know, the Lady Gaga involvement, of course. Mm-hmm. But I have no fucking earthly idea why I watched The O.C. I don't remember <laughs> any of my friends talking about it. I think maybe it just like came on Netflix and I was, was going to say, maybe it was just like, it was just on and you just, you just happened upon it. It must have come on Netflix or like some streaming service. I I know that I was a junior in college because I remember like the apartment that I would watch this in. And um, this is also the same year that I watched The Office in order finally. So big year for me. Big year. Yeah. Wow. Um, big year yeah. for you and TV shows that start with the letter O. Yeah. Huge. Um, <laughs> I wasn't even like depressed. Esther stoned all the time when I was a junior in college, so I don't know why. I, the I don't know why I was watching the OC if I wasn't depressed. <laughs> but, but I did. I don't know, and I I uh, fell madly in love with Adam Brody. Of course, how could you, how not? Could you uh, not? Just instantly, immediately. I mean, I fell in love with is... him just on his appearance in Gilmore Girls. Uh, his like yes, brief little stint there, and he's so much better here. Gilmore Girls until I was in college. I yeah. binged Gilmore wow. Girls in college as well. He wasn't there very much, so like getting like a full show of him is. I, th- I think he's kind of coming to his own in this this episode too, in particular. I love wow. him. He, I mean, he was just so instantly beautiful to me the first time <laughs> I saw him. Which, in the context of this show, is like, look at this ugly loser. Uh, <laughs> and he's, I think he's, he's a like good-looking dude. First, wow, hot take, Brendan. But I mean, <laughs> this early, like, he's he's like a, a strippy little bitch, but I could still see like the attractiveness in him. He's, he's like, Fully our age when this is airing. Like, how old could he yeah. be? Twenty. Oh, that's how true. Old was he? I believe I believe Adam Brody was twenty three when it started. Okay. Maybe like almost twenty four. Yeah. So not our age because we're old. But you know, like <laughs> yeah, he's, I always he's how solidly mid twenties. Um, sure. I always thought that was so crazy. It was like. Well, that is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god Lita, oh, you kinda, either you we kinda... lost you or you really or you really are pondering your, your oh, thought of did you crazy. lose me yeah, right, so you, said, you said it was crazy and then we were waiting oh. for the, the other shoe to drop <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no i'm here um it's crazy that the show is asking us to suspend our disbelief that adam brody is hot yeah for, they, it yeah, works like, on me like they keep telling me that i'm like you know what he, i guess he's ugly even though i, I like yeah but that's, watching it, that's he's obviously like not. Somebody having like a hand growing out of their forehead, <laughs> them just like exactly. asking that actually us sounds to like pretty nice. It's just like <laughs> asking us to ignore it. Like the show never right. acknowledges it. Like all of the OC, like I guess they tacitly do by being like Rachel Bielson and like this other, I guess, hot girl, like want to date her, want to date him at mm-hmm. the same time. Mm-hmm. I agree with that too. The, I guess it. hot girl. That's that's a good way to put it. The, they're asking us to believe that this is like unrealistic that right two girls would want to date adam brody literally the hottest man on earth (laughs) (laughs) exactly Uh, famously at the top of your list of hottest men on earth oh still Um, to this day 
Uh, do, do, Still does that to mean, this day. Does that mean that uh, that Seth is your favorite character? Um, yeah, I think so. I mean, maybe if you like put it on paper, wouldn't be the case. I, I think Summer Summer probably is my favorite character, okay. but I would certainly prefer Seth be on screen than any other person on Earth. Hmm. I mean that that's fair, but okay. I mean, obviously, gotta gotta love the. Uh, the summer love there yeah and uh who would who would your who would your least favorite character be i guess of of the <laughs> of the character which we've met so far in season one i mean like i i can't say like caleb i feel like hey, I you need could to take... sure you sure you could <laughs> that would be like insane if i was like marissa i'm lower on marissa than caleb nickel <laughs> well, like, i mean who's more entertaining that... i think caleb's more entertaining than marissa's better actor <laughs> that's crazy <laughs> you think that um, which part of it the acting part that caleb is more entertaining than he Marissa is <laughs> very <character>. entertaining <laughs> what, what did he do that entertained you today uh he's a bad father just uh overall bad man <laughs> <That's> <laughs> you find that entertaining whenever somebody I mean, is like this is my dad something to like, relate uh-huh. to <laughs> Jimmy must be very entertaining to you. Uh, you of course father? he is. He's amazing. He's one yeah, of the best characters in the show. I don't even know why I said that. He's been very entertained with Jimmy. The way, he's, the way he forgets to smile, the way he can't pick out a tie, it's, it's so funny. Oops, for, oops, forgot to say Jimmy. After he shows the same tie. That is obviously really his best scene of the episode. <laughs> we will get to that. Oh, do you guys have a feature? I mean, Caleb Cooper's best scene of the episode. Uh, J- I mean, Jimmy. Jimmy Whatever. Al- Jimmy, Jimmy always has like one like throwaway line that just shows how pathetic he is. Like, <laughs> Honestly, today it was just like, him walking down the stairs. I, no job. That's kind of. I <laughs> have part. watched the OC all the way through at least twice. <laughs> Um, and I still, every time Tate Donovan talks, can only hear Hercules. Oh. Hercules. Oh, I didn't know that was him. Yes, he kind of looks it like Hercules. His... No. <laughs> 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 Same haircut. <laughs> no. What? No. He's just missing the muscles. He can go from zero to hero. His haircut is not the <laughs> He's just missing I, the crown I, and then he's zero to hero part. Like truly encourage you to Google Disney's Hercules. If he had backup singers, I think he'd look like Hercules. I mean, if there's five black women singing gospel behind anyone, I think they look like Hercules. But like Hercules has a mullet. We gotta try this theory out. <laughs> Get some backup please, singers for everybody. Please Google Disney's Hercules and see if a picture of Jimmy Cooper comes oh, up. He he has a mullet. <laughs> Jimmy looks like he could pull off a mullet. I mean, Brendan really Mandela affected me, like, immediately. Because as soon as he said they have the same hair, I was like, yeah, I guess they do. I guess they do. (laughs) (laughs) They do. Oh, actually, there is a photo. I googled, I just Google image Tate Donovan. Naturally. And there is a photo of him uh, guest starring on Friends, where actually he does have the same hair as her. That's what I'm talking about, because... I was uh, watching this episode you're talking about with Ganesh one day, and uh-huh. he's like, Friends? holy shit. Are you a fan of Pittsburgh after me? Yes. And he was like, holy shit, uh, that's Jimmy Cooper. He was married to, uh, what's her name? Ra- <laughs> Rachel. Jennifer Anderson. Uh, I don't think they were ever married. I think they dated for a while. Yeah, right, right, right. But he thought they were married, but the, we found out they're just together. But <laughs> uh, I just looked at him and I was like, holy shit, that guy's, that's, uh, that's Jimmy. And he, he looks just as bad, but with a mullet. <laughs> He looks like, and I said to Ganesh, I was like, he looks like Hercules. 
Oh, you didn't think Hercules doesn't look bad, though. <laughs> I hate Hercules. That's the th- that's his whole thing. That's Hercules' whole thing about how, how ugly. Really he is. And Hercules isn't he? He's like kind of wimpy at the beginning. He looks like Seth in the beginning of the movie. Um, I think- Again, Adam Brody is literally <laughs> the hottest person on earth. Like I don't understand. Starting to think Hercules is a prequel to the OC. Yeah, I think I think you're on something, <laughs> Lena. You. You you called dibs on this Chrismica episode here. Is, uh, yeah, this Chris, I, don't, Chrismica, I don't really remember why after watching. I was going <laughs> to... Chrismica is just such like a legendary thing from the OC. It's like the only thing that Brendan knew from this show. So yeah. I, I understand. I've seen the, uh, the meme. <laughs> yes, you've seen the meme. Um, does... Uh, I mean, what what spoke to you about Chrismica that made you want to uh, take this episode? So I remember that this was a Seth-centric episode, mm-hmm. uh, but also I, uh, so both my parents are Jewish, but my mother converted. So my dad uh, was raised a conservative Jew, and a whole, uh, has been a Jew his whole life, um, East Coast Jew, like Sandy Cohen. He's from Philadelphia, though, not Brooklyn. Uh, and my mom was very much a wasp. She was from a Michigan suburb. Um, so we not allowed to have a Christmas tree when I was growing up because uh, both of my parents were Jewish. But uh, my mother's parents were still goys. Uh, we're still non-Jews. So we would go to Florida for Christmas. Um, so I had the same experience of having a Christmas on my mom's side and having a Hanukkah on my dad's side. Um, so uh, I just felt like I was the right person to speak to this episode. It makes sense. You do. You do have some Christmica roots, sounds as like it, it. as we've seen. So, and like knowing that uh, you're supposed to be drunk tonight, you're also having yourself a Marissa night. You're the, the resident Marissa of the <laughs> pod, as they call it. Yeah. How does it sound so, normal? Yeah. I'm disappointed. I well, that's because I'm always drunk when I talk to you, Brendan. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. Yeah, you've never met sober Lita before. I don't think you've ever. <laughs> so met she's a, she's a no, I. I would have been sober on that Lonely Boys episode. Nope, Happy Boys episode that was lost to time that we have to bring out. Oh episode. right, yeah, true. I haven't um, forgot about it. I would have been sober because we did banter for like forty-five minutes, much like right now. And then I was like, "Am I allowed to drink this?" <laughs> yeah, and that happens so in we every had episode. To like <laughs> it at the same time and Thank give you. our initial reaction. Thank you for pointing out how much banter there's been. Let's end the banter segment and, and let's, to, get, and let's get into the end. Yeah, we have a half hour left this morning. I've been an episode. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, Kirsten learns something about her father that'll help Sandy's case, but will put her job in jeopardy. Ryan's Christmas does not go as planned. Marissa meets someone in therapy. Meanwhile, Seth struggles choosing between Anna and Summer. I think we could have that last sentence apply for every each one of the last like five episodes where <laughs> Seth struggles choosing between Anna and Summer. Um, Original air date, December 3rd, 2003. So, of course, right around Christmica time. And uh, it is Christmica time here in the OC. Uh, Seth is giving Ryan uh, the, the elevator pitch for Christmica. You don't have to choose between Christmas and Hanukkah because with Christmica, you can have both. And this is why I was so confused merely two episodes ago when Seth kept saying that Thanksgiving was his favorite holiday because Christmica is clearly He's his obsessed. favorite holiday. Yeah. yeah. He's like, kind of deranged about it, go. too. He said multiple times, oh, Thanksgiving's my favorite holiday. We can't mess up Thanksgiving. And then here we are where, like, who was he fooling? Christmica, he, he's obsessed with the Christmica. Uh, yeah, it's, um, I don't know. I guess they just forgot they were going to do this. It all changed. I, 
People changed within a matter of months. I, I guess so. In a, in a couple of weeks, I guess the show hadn't uh, sided on Christmas being a thing yet. Um, so. Sandy and Kirsten come home with the Christmas tree. Uh, Seth not helping them bring it in, but Ryan does jump to action. Seth is kind of uh, defaulting to the kind of the Survivor Immunity Challenge caller role, where he just shouts directions at everyone yeah. while they're while they're trying to bring, Much the, like a, bring an, the tree. Much like an early in. Hercules in the first part of the movie, before muscles. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> back when he's a a, a wimpy, a shrimpy little bitch, as yes. you described Adam Brody. <laughs> <laughs> what is the what is your stance on Christmas trees? It's, for me, it's one of the things I hate most about Christmas. Who me? Sure. Anyway. I'm, I'm not trying to do a Bobby Moynihan Batman, by the way. <laughs> I just <laughs> yeah. genuinely didn't know who you're talking to. Very timely. Um, I like Christmas trees. <laughs> wow. <laughs> See, I don't know why I came out as a question. <laughs> I think I was afraid I mean, to get attacked. Do you do, you do the do you do the fake tree at at home here? Now that I have a small little shitty basement apartment, I do a small fake one because it's just easier. And I don't care that much about it, but <laughs> I'm picturing you trying to lug a full tree like down your. Yeah, it would just here. be insane. Um, <laughs> when, growing up, when it wasn't my house and I wasn't really the one cleaning up, um, I didn't mind as much. But the, the needles would be horrible. I would hate having to deal with it as like a yeah as a homeowner. I would you get I, everywhere. I also wouldn't want to buy a house just so I wouldn't have to get a Christmas tree. You don't have to get it. I got news for you. You don't have to get a Christmas tree, no matter if you have a house or what. I'm a wasp. <laughs> I got. I got to do it. There's no luck. Okay. I'm a wasp. In. Yeah, um, that's what we're here to do. I, the uh, first, second husband of the pod, uh, Kevin, uh, <laughs> he is a goy. And uh, he does not give a shit about Christmas or Christmas trees. But I fucking yeah. love Christmas, so I couldn't wait to, like, <laughs> dating a goy. So I had an excuse to do all this shit because I, like, couldn't, I don't know. Like, I couldn't get a Christmas tree when it was just me, like, as a lonely Jewess. So I was like, you love Christmas. You're, you want a you Christmas like tree, it. right? Like, you love it. So <laughs> you're um, obsessed with it. <laughs> we, we get, yeah, you're obsessed with it. We get we get a real tree every year. Ugh. I love it. How it big? sparks joy. How, what's Christmas, the size on that bad boy? If you look at, Addie, you've said it at my home many times. If you look yeah. carefully, every single candle that I have in the home is oh, candles. Christmas. Oh, boy. Why do you even go there? Let's go the candles out there. The only, <laughs> I don't like artificial scents very much but i love the smell of christmas now, trees, that's one of the so. candles i do like when nicole puts on the like i guess evergreen type of candle smell like i, yeah, I, I like, like that one it's crisp awesome, like yeah. fur like i just love it so having a real christmas tree is important to me because it's my favorite smell in the whole world that is one thing i am missing the most with the fake tree is the, the legitimate smell like it's not the same yeah. when you just put on the candles with the fake tree you gotta have i'm okay with the candles but i, I need to have also the the real sappy smell. I, I'm it just a big smells fan. like a giant air freshener when you walk into our house. So we yeah. always go and pick our tree, and we do I a love real that tree. And we, I like to, um, like to do the uh, like putting the ornaments on. I don't have right. any, obviously because I didn't grow up Christian, but uh, Kevin's got like a bunch of ornaments from his family, and then we just got like the Target ones to fill in the yeah, gaps. But totally. I don't know. I just find it like really nice and comforting looking at a Christmas tree with all the lights on it. Well, I, it's pretty... What about what about new car smell? Oh, that, that's oh. a fun idea for uh, a Christmas tree. No. Is like decorating with a bunch of car scents. Pretty good. <laughs> Smells better oh. than a Christmas tree. No, <laughs> no, no. I, I'm not with you in this one. I, I also I like the decorating of it too because you can kind of make it a thing. Like, oh, tonight's gonna be that night, and then you like you put on music and you like have a drink and you like you know just make it a cozy evening um going out I, and getting it also a lot of fun like i've with my family i've gone and like chopped one down a few times and that's ugh. always a blast because i'll pick up like the yeah, leftover little hockey pucks and throw them at my sisters and I, I love doing that 
So I guess I just disagree with everything being said. Like everything that you guys have said that you like, I just can't imagine liking it. Yeah. Okay. Well, am I allowed to talk about how much I fucking hate new car smell? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I brought I it up. Have time so it's for fair that. game. Oh, yeah, if I hadn't brought it up, it left. would not be allowed. But since, since <laughs> I did, it's a great example of like a Pavlovian response because. I associate new car smells with rental cars. And to Mm. me, rental cars means I have flown. I took like a, I had to go to the airport at five in the morning. I had to fly to Florida to see my grandparents. Then we had to drive two hours from the Tampa Mm. airport. I'm sick and I'm hot. I'm not feeling well and I'm a child. And that's smells good though. I'll say that. But new car smell smells like to me. So I always get nauseous when I smell new car smell. I'm imagining me and Gagan here have not ever driven a rental car. No, I've no. never, what? never have I ever driven a rental never car. Never have I ever. It's insane. I mean, I don't drive it. Kevin drives it, but like, I've been in roughly a thousand rental cars. In my <laughs> life. I've, wow. No, I, I've, I've been in a rental car. I've just never okay. driven one myself. Um, <laughs> okay. You still, <laughs> you still experience the smell if you don't drive it. It's just like. Oh well, yeah. You know? It smells, I smells like a new good. Car smell though. It smells good. Yeah. New car smell. Oh, I hate so, it. Seth is very excited about his holiday creation. He says it combines all the best parts of Christianity and Judaism. And even hearing Ryan say the word Chrismica makes him feel festive. Uh, so we, we get the whole backstory uh, of the holiday. Uh, Seth, for, for his dad, a poor struggling Jew growing up in the Bronx, Christmas meant Chinese food in a movie. And for his mom, Waspy McWasp, it meant the tree stockings and all the trimmings. And uh, other os- aspects of this super holiday include eight days of presents followed by one day of many presents. I feel like Seth just wanted more presents as a kid, maybe, and that's why uh-huh. he invented this. Just, just well, that's just the Jewish it. way. Yeah, it makes sense. Especially for an only child, uh, too. Yeah. Uh. So uh, Ryan's like, yeah, that, that's great for you guys. And Sandy's like, no, it's great for you, too. And so they want Ryan to add something to the Christmaca holiday uh, traditions, maybe from Ryan's family. But uh, Ryan has already told them, uh, you know, like I said, we just had a Thanksgiving episode. And he's already made it very clear that Atwoods and the holidays don't really mix well. But Seth keeps pressing. And so Ryan says his holiday traditions consist of his mom getting drunk and him getting his ass kicked, which shuts Seth up, I guess. I, I mean, That's what... a great tradition to add. I don't know. Getting drunk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, you Kirsten, you're getting drunk and then you guys got to beat the shit out of me tonight. <laughs> the yearly kicking of Ryan Atwood's ass. <laughs> beat me down. Oh, God. Merry Christmas. <laughs> um, I, I don't understand what they thought was going to come out of this like they, they should know by now that his life has been bad until they met yeah. him like that what is, like just met if he him? has good memories he would still be with them yeah, even kirsten just being like how about we add a tradition from your family like, like you know what the deal with ryan's family is right right like, yeah, and then later they're like i don't know what to say when he says yeah. stuff like that and like it's so awkward like yeah exactly isn't stop ryan weird to love the holidays. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. that was so weird that he brought that up that was like kind of an overshare he didn't ask him. <laughs> he had asked him six <laughs> times, like, Ryan, what do you do with your family? Just tell us. Oh, God, I don't know what to say when he says something like that. Ryan's <laughs> drinking in the corner and punching himself in the face. <laughs> that, that's a great tradition. <laughs> Seth tries to give uh, Ryan a hug, but Ryan walks right by him, which causes Seth to say, Oi, humbug. And so, <laughs> that's great. That's great. I had two great. notes on this episode because I remembered it was you guys, so I don't have to take notes. And one of them <laughs> oh, was Oi, humbug. The, the first one we already passed, which was, wow, huge ad spot for the Rachel Bielsen and Julie Cooper podcast. I, I, like, oh, that we, I like that we like to really. Uh, we phoned it in for the paid content. 
notes. Very yeah. good to know. <laughs> yeah, no. We yeah. go, we go, no notes. So Seth, Seth is bummed that Ryan doesn't have the holiday spirit, but his parents tell him to just give him some time. Uh, if I was, if I was Ryan, and even if I was me, which I am me, and I was, if I was living with <laughs> Seth though, I think that living with Seth around the holidays would be a nightmare for me. Uh, he, he needs to learn to let people hate things, especially when they have reason to. Like I get that he just wants Ryan to be happy, but I, I would not respond to, well to this either. No, especially like. Coming from him, who has had like, a, a whole life of just being cherished and being showered with presents, he there's no you can't relate to Seth at all in, in this respect. So I I, I would I would be more mad than Ryan is. Ryan should be yeah, annoyed. Never, he's Seth has never gotten his ass beat once. I mean, from his family at from least. His family, from, anyway. from Luke, no. that, on the other hand, yeah, he's always getting his ass beat. <laughs> yeah. Not from you his don't parents. Speak Kirsten and Sandy doling out the ass whooping. Yeah. <laughs> nope. um, so that's gonna bring us into the theme song. Uh, Lita is California. Here we come by the Great Oof. Phantom Planet. A- a great theme song or the greatest theme song? Ooh. Uh, <laughs> two choices. Very good. Well, it's definitely one of the two. It's got to be. <laughs> um, it's like definitely a great theme song. Here's, here's the only thing, and, you know, I'm sure you've heard this before, but the only thing that's stopping me from saying the greatest is the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Ooh, that is, that is a classic. I mean, you're the second guest. We have not heard that. So okay, he came in just in time. I'm sure we're going to get that next week from Mel. <laughs> yeah, I just I feel like if you're asking me greatest theme song of all time is Fresh Vince of Bel-Air. Mm. Um, I do think it's a great theme song. Do you know all the words to like it. the extended version? Are you that, that kind of person? No, or no, just the no. Song. again, I binged this in college. It would have been weird for me to get it like that into <laughs> okay. it. Um, but, uh, no, it's really good. Uh, Maddie and I are a little different on theme songs. I don't. I skip them depending uh. on the show. <laughs> no, 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 no. But there are some that no matter how many times I watch it. So we're Kevin and I are rewatching Parks and Rec right now, oh, which yeah. I've seen multiple times. I still <laughs> never skip the theme song. Yeah. Those are twenty-two minute episodes <laughs> and a ton of episodes. <laughs> That's a great theme song. It's a fun one. It's great. They I never it up at some skip point it. Too. Yeah. Um, okay. The long ones. No matter really long, how oh. how many times I watch it, but Good. there are there are some theme songs that I will skip. Um, Depending on the theme. This one, I would but play this one. If you have not, there should be an option to play it twice. Play it the second time. Yeah, there's, there's definitely no option to skip the OC theme song. And I, I famously said when I was watching Gilmore Girls that instead of a skip theme song option, there should be an option to play the theme song after every single scene. Oh, that. <laughs> That's an option. That's a great, <laughs> great idea option. and a great theme every, song. Every scene is a, is a new cold open where the theme song just <laughs> plays again a after. better <laughs> version of the Renap theme song bracket? Where we're actually yeah, right, yes. though. Yeah, oh, well, yeah. Uh, sure. Famously, the, I mean, the first did win the five. first one. And then the OC was in the second one and got bounced in the first round, I think, which uh, well, caused an uproar, of course. Yeah. <laughs> so I think I only listened to uh, the first one. I think I have, I've been off the show for a couple of years. Yeah, you wisely you wisely stopped. Yeah. I've been off the show um, forever. I think that's the only one I've listened to that I wasn't on. <laughs> nope, I don't listen to my own episodes either. <laughs> well, there you have it. So, uh, Seth is <laughs> rapping presents in the pool house for some reason, and Ryan asks what he's rapping. Uh, it's two Seth Cohen starter packs. We've got Death Cab, Bright Eyes, The Shins, Cavalier and Clay, and we got uh, Goonies DVD because Goonies is not just for kids. And it sounds pretty good. I think for me, Seth could have stopped at Death Cab and Bright Eyes. That's all I need. That he had me at. Uh, oh, at I love the Shins, famously. I like the Shins. I've, I'm a Shins fan. I've heard of the Shins. I'm sure I You've know. You've heard of it, but you I know I, some songs. Yeah. I I just said I'm sure I know a couple of songs, but I I don't I don't know. Yeah, they're not much like, of the Shins. You like know, them. They're they're good. I, don't, I wouldn't say like they shouldn't be anyone's favorite band, but they're they're pretty good. <laughs> they're they're I, my I high know. school boyfriend's favorite band. How dare well, you? That's why he's not on the pod because uh, they should not be anyone's favorite. I know band. someone whose favorite and, band is Train. 
They're not my friend, though. That's a crazy crazy favorite. It took me singing that song to realize how crazy (laughs) of a take. At first, you're like, that might not be so bad. You have to flush it out quick. Let me try it. Listen. I, I drops of Jupiter might be across the sun. <laughs> oh, you know what? I, I'm kind of with them now. <laughs> now that drops of Jupiter may, may have been the first song I ever like knew all the words to as like a little seven year old <laughs> when Oops that came Jupiter? out. Yeah. Was it freeze dried chicken? Packed in atmosphere, <laughs> drops of Jupiter in her. Drops of freeze dried chicken in my hair. Not about next girlfriend. That's about um, his mom almost dying or something. Oh. Oh. It's not even about Jupiter at all. Huh. <laughs> What a phony it's like, episode. oh, did you go to space and then meeting death and then decided you yeah. didn't want to? Well, have uh, that Death Cab album is Fiance the Pod's favorite, one of her favorite albums of all time. That is actually like, trans- transatlanticism. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That whole thing is her favorite shit. And he, he is always, that's, I think that's been on screen like 10 times in this series already. Um, yeah. He's got a poster of it. The, at least. Uh, yeah. The, uh, Bright Eyes CD, the one with First Day of My Life on it. i big fan of that album. I cannot. Oh, I'm Wide Awake, It's Morning. That's a classic mm-hmm. one. This is going to be about. the first day of my life. Oh. <laughs> nope. What's going on? Nope. Not, not that one. <laughs> Disconnect. I but, said this is going to be the first day of our lives, and you got so mad. You I, know, I know. That's not Bright Eyes. <laughs> I'm out of here. So. <laughs> Anyway, so Seth says Summer and Anna are both going to enjoy them. And that's right. Seth is getting Summer and Anna the same thing. Uh, I don't think either of them would particularly like it. Neither of them get it. I don't know why. I I mean, no, I get this. If I was dating Adam Brody and he was like, my gift is like just it's all Adam Brody theme. I would be like, perfect. I love Adam. At at this point, I think they'd be into it because they're both so obsessed with him right now. Oh, my God. They've both gotten head over heels for for (laughs) Seth at this point. Like they they can't handle him. Remember that that, like minute and a half where they were like friends and they were fully off of Seth? Yeah. Yeah. I miss it. I I miss miss it, too. I I think they should be friends. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Seth says uh, the the beauty of Chrismica is uh, that there there's no choosing on Chrismica, so he actually doesn't have to choose between Summer and Anna just yet. And so because he Ryan set up those parameters, think, yeah, yeah, because that's the rule. That's like, well, girls, I don't have to choose today. <laughs> it, as you know, it's Chrismica. <laughs> so uh, Ryan wants to make sure Seth didn't get him anything. Seth tells him no, but uh, Ryan just continues to. St- look at him don't don't think he believes him and so they they move into the kitchen kirsten wants to know ryan's shoe size for the for her christmas list and ryan again has made it clear he doesn't want any gifts and you know i hate holidays as much as the next guy but i'll i'll take some gifts if you're if you're offering like if you want to give me oh yeah if you want to give me a gift i'm not going to turn it down so uh that's where me and ryan differ i guess and then uh, Sandy comes in, says Chrismica is ruined. Uh, Seth doesn't want to hear it. He says Christmas has twice the resistance of a normal holiday, so that's actually impossible. But Caleb has refused the settlement, wants to go to trial, which means that Sandy needs to spend the holidays going through boxes and getting ready for trial. And uh, Kirsten agrees that Chrismica is ruined. This causes Seth to to have like a mini breakdown, which just ends with him telling everyone, uh, you'll see, you'll all see. <laughs> Yeah, I think this is where he really starts to get plotline is going on. That's what everybody wants in a teen drama is an environmental <laughs> political thriller. Don't worry, we're we're wrapping it up this episode. Fucking God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I love my Caleb. <laughs> love my cur- he just curvy so, Caleb. He's just so tall and I funny. Love, yeah, and curvy. I love my, I love my Caleb. <laughs> I understand Are why, why Julie is so into him. 
<laughs> it's not the money. It's, it's not the no. money. It's just a mass of a man. <laughs> well, speaking of whatever the opposite of that is, our resident doof, Jimmy, is coming down the stairs. <laughs> the opposite of a mass of a man. <laughs> he comes downstairs, and his first line is, Okie dokie, here we go. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> his new catchphrase. Okie dokie, here we go. Gonna get a job today. Saying, why is he saying that? <laughs> he, he wants Marissa to help him pick out a tie. Marissa has to do a job interview today. He's like, ah, it's just a meet and greet. So who's no, who knows what's gonna come of what it? What does that mean? And Where's so- he going to a college job fair? <laughs> I don't know. Look, informational interviews are a big part of the uh, of the job process. He just goes to random businesses and meets and meets people. <laughs> like, this is like he has backstage passes to the American Idol tour. <laughs> yeah, going to the so. meet and greet. <laughs> he treats it as his job interview. <laughs> Spent all like, of her Christmas can... money on that tour. <laughs> uh, maybe Jordan Sparks needs a uh, tour manager. <laughs> so Jimmy assures Marissa that he'll get a job, and Marissa doesn't. There doesn't have to be any pressure because uh, because of the holidays, because there doesn't have to be any holidays. And she suggests she, they just script Christmas. And uh, I mean, Marissa and Ryan really perfect for each other, uh, and perfect for me too. Neither of us want this Christmas thing to happen. But uh, I mean, at this point, Marissa, I'm with her like in her situation because. It's really dark and depressing. Like that, her dad doesn't have any money. Uh, yes. I wouldn't want to spend. Like, what does this holiday look like? You're gonna sit there, stare at each other, and like, <laughs> yeah, pretty much, pick out ties. Like, what, what kind of Christmas Eve is that? <laughs> is a, sorry, I couldn't. <laughs> sorry, I couldn't afford any gifts this year, kiddo. But I got two ties pretty for much. myself. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, that sounds, Marissa sounds says, bleak. Marissa says the holidays make people depressed. So Jimmy asks her if she is depressed, and like. Oh yeah, whatever happened to therapy, which she was supposed to go to and and just never did until until this episode, I guess. Because if you uh, get go to therapy by force, it'll cure everything immediately. You'll be fine. Usually that usually that's how it yeah. works. So, uh, Marissa says she's great, and so uh, Jimmy tells her they're not skipping Christmas. He's gonna find a job. Brendan, do you think Jimmy is uh, ever going to find a job? I really hope that's like the series long bit that he can never <laughs> get back on his feet. Okie dokie, here we go. <laughs> Coming down the stairs every episode. Here's another. He has another like two funny little stupid offhand lines where he asks Marissa, you sure about this tie? Before before he goes. <laughs> and then he, he's like still in disbelief at Marissa's suggestion of the tie. And and then and even more in belief of her suggestion to skip Christmas, because as he leaves, he goes, Skipping Christmas. What are you, the Grinch? Which very timely with our What do they talk about when they're not like in transitioning, like leaving the house and have like stuff to catch up on? What are what are their like other like when they're sitting at a meal together, what do they talk about? I that just, cook, that uh, cookbook that he never got? <laughs> I still forgot that cookbook, Marissa. I'm sorry. So we're eating just plain rice cookbook. again. <laughs> they talk about all the stuff that Jimmy's fucked up recently. So. <laughs> um, Ryan and Seth are in school. We find out that, of course, both Summer and Anna are invited to the Christmas party, but uh, Seth assures Ryan that neither of them are his date. Of course, they both know this, and... Uh, Ryan wants to know what happens when Chrismica ends, but Seth doesn't even want to think about that. So, naturally, Seth and Anna both come up to him at the same time, ask what the plan is for the party tonight. And now the uh, things are very awkward between Summer and Anna and Seth. And, uh, again, like you were saying, so much for the great friendship we saw last episode. Like, I, I hate that they're back at square one That was last episode? They- that happened so fast. Yeah. Yeah, it was. What, it was. Yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, and then by the end of it, when when Seth, when Seth apologizes, they all convert back. In their because they again, both want to okay. make out with Seth. I mean, I get wanting to make yeah, out with I Seth is a powerful emotion, but it shouldn't make you hate other people. <laughs> Making out is a powerful would, emotion for sure. Would make me do anything. <laughs> I would hate anyone to make out with Seth. <laughs> 
sidebar, I recently saw on Twitter that Rachel Bilson, Bilson didn't, didn't orgasm from sex until mm-hmm. she was 38. Which, Whoa. How is she now? News for, tough news. Tough for news the, for Adam Brody. But <laughs> for the Adam Brody. They, they did line up the timelines and it was while she was dating Bill Hader. So. Yes, it was Bill, it was Bill oh, Hader no. that, that finally did it for her. No, you that's, know, that's no. A good, <laughs> Poor guy. Couldn't get it. <laughs> I don't know. Can't find the spot. Wait, wait did, did she date Adam Brody? Yes. Oh. They dated for, I think, the first three seasons Can't of the show. Can't tell from the palpable chemistry. Yeah. Much like, I thought they were uh, just good actors. And Badgley and Blake Lively dated right. for the first three seasons. Just, so. Is that on, on, in the contract for the Josh Ward shows? <laughs> yeah, so you must what, date. What a creep. Yeah. <laughs> and, well, I mean, Adam Brody famously married to another Josh Schwartz. That's right. Love, so. Which, uh, Brendan, have you since forgotten since it came up that uh, Adam Brody and Leighton Meester are married to each other? I did not even know that. You, did, you, it's come you up know before. that Seth Cohen and Peter Waldorf are married. Yes. Wow. I it's come no up idea. before, and you had the same reaction. <laughs> Expect it one more time. Deadpan, uninterested. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a pretty ecstatic wow for ten o'clock, honestly. <laughs> wow, a little peek behind the curtain as to what time it is. <laughs> we're recording. So, no, AM or PM. I'm often drunk at ten AM. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for all you know, it could be ten AM. <laughs> it's time. Time is. I, I have no end to that sentence. So let's just keep, let's just keep going. <laughs> Listen, it's it's late. It's ten PM. It's, it's, it's getting late on the East Coast over here. Seth Seth tells the girls that we all just meet at the party uh, and to come whatever time they want. He's really committed to making any decisions. And uh, yeah, as someone who hates decisions, I I, I do like this Christmas tradition. This is a uh, this is something I can get behind. Um, Summer and Anna both like give each other some sass, and Ryan tells Seth to pray for a Chrismica miracle. But uh, Seth isn't worried because he has Jesus and Moses on his side. Mm, yes, two uh, two they, of the Alzheimer's. The all time would yeah. win if they fought. Jesus and Moses. Good question. Who's um, got the bigger beard? I guess Moses. I think M- Moses. Moses. I mean, I guess I don't. I think it's Moses, but I don't know. I don't know. Jesus was only like thirty-three. He would have died anyway. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't a. Tra- it wasn't a tragedy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know much about no. Moses' stats. Well, my, here's here's a good stat for you. Freed the Jews from Egypt via good. magic. Part of the Red via- Sea. <laughs> Is that what it says Be in the part book? Part of the Red Sea. This yeah. magic. Okay. It's like yeah. oh. Jesus turned wine into water. Okay. Yeah, uh, Moses turned water into uh, separated water. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's more impressive. Turns regular water into separated water. Yeah, so that you can walk across. I just think that he was dealing with, like, if we're going by liquid volume of magic spell, yeah. Moses definitely, like, did a lot more with water. Right. Yeah, like, Jesus right. doesn't yeah. seem to have any powers that are, like, catastrophic, where Moses could really fuck yeah. you He, he did elements. come back from the dead, but it's like, maybe don't get killed the first time. Like, right, right. Moses. It's kind of on you. So, like, that's not impressive. Like, that just means you already died. Moses yeah. didn't have to come back from the dead, because he was, he lived to, like, 900, right. probably. And Jesus, quote-unquote, let like, them oh, nail him to the cross, play... I don't think people he, play he a hidden, hidden immunity idol and save themselves. Everybody yeah. thinks it's a really big deal. And I'm like, well, a bigger deal is if you didn't need you to save yourself die. in the first place. Right. Exactly. It's like when we were talking about last episode where it, you fuck up, but then you apologize and all of a sudden everyone loves you because you apologize. Well, you know, some of us are just, you know, not fucking up. Don't even have to apologize in the first place. So, but if you just never, never fucked up in my entire life, never, if you just never died though, I don't think people would be that amped about him. I think you, like, this is exactly what you're saying. His, resurrection was almost like his if apology he never died i think people would be very <laughs> <angry>. <laughs> yeah that's true I mean, if jesus never impressive. died I, I have some news for you he'd be uh 2023 years old right now so wow still, still quick, moving quick around turning water into wine um 
where were we? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he you know has the power of Honestly, Jesus and Moses. Jesus kind of looks like Hercules with the crown on. <laughs> oh they, have the same, they have the same, same hairstyle. Not everybody looks like Hercules. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus might look the most uh, like Hercules out of, all, out of the whole bunch. <laughs> Kirsten and Caleb. Caleb says uh, he changed his mind about settling, and Kirsten's pissed because she thought this was over, and Caleb just says, you can always get a little more blood out of the stone. Is this oh. an expression? I don't even know yes, what that yes. means. Yes, My boy Caleb knows his expressions. <laughs> You're so quick to defend him. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm always saying to myself when I'm in the d room. You can always get a little more blood out of the stone. Get a little more blood out of the stone. Kirsten tells her father that the stone is her husband, and, uh, Caleb Wait, the- hang on. I've got some breaking news about the expression blood out of the stone. Here we go. So it's from Cambridge University Press. It says to make somebody give or tell you something when it's extremely difficult because of the character and mood of the present, of the person or organization you're dealing with. But the the Cambridge University Press's example sentence for this is persuading Chris to buy a round of drinks is like getting blood from a stone. <laughs> <laughs> Who hasn't said that before? <laughs> but it's like the Cambridge University Press. I came to go to a bar and use that phrase. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Getting Chris to buy us a round of drinks is like getting blood from a Am stone. Am I right? That would be so weird if you uh-uh. that. <laughs> I'm going to start trying to use that. Start trying to add that into my lexicon. So. Uh, trying to get an invite to Brendan's wedding is like trying to get there. Great use. Great use. <laughs> so uh, Caleb's thinking they spend the holidays working. So Kirsten tells him to have fun because for the first time ever, she's taking a Christmas vacation. And Caleb tells Kiki to stop being ridiculous. She hates sitting around the house. But uh, Kirsten says not as much as she hates fighting with him. So you spend the two weeks buried in legal documents. I'm going to be wrapping gifts. And uh, I thought it was objectively the right decision until she throws in the, the gift wrapping part, which, and wrapping gifts sucks. Oh, it sucks I, so bad. I, That's the I, thing I, I suck most. at it. I'm another so bad at another it. bad part of the holidays. I, I cannot wrap a gift for my life. I think I play it. a little bit dumb with it too, so I can help. I can get some help from others. Like they'll see like how bad it looks, and like just let me do it for you. Help bud. me! I can't. All do that it. weaponized incompetence. And I, it's when yes. men fail on purpose so that women will pick up their labor. That's kind of what I just said. Yeah, you're right. I look a lot like. You, that's what you're doing. I look a lot like um, young Jenny Humphrey in The Grinch when she's trying to. <laughs> Escape. Uh, I thought you were going to say splotches. you look. You, you look, look a little... lot like Hercules. Uh, yeah, that's what I thought you were going to say. The hair, at least, you look a little. At least like the hair, Hercules. yeah, for sure. Uh, Marissa hates Christmas. Ryan tells her that Christmica isn't much better. When Ryan says this, I, I guess it seems like Marissa hasn't heard of Christmica, which I guess makes sense. But I forget that Marissa and Seth never like talked to each other before Ryan showed up. So. It was like, how, how could Marissa never have heard of Christmas when it's all that uh, Seth talks about? No, but I, I don't I, think I they guess, did talk at all. I mean, yeah, they never talked. They didn't. They didn't know that they had the same music taste yeah. until until Ryan showed up. I don't so, think Marissa really has a music taste. Fuck? Like, what else did they? I mean, that's about? a good good point of conversation. It looks like they're gonna fuck again tonight. They're gonna. They're gonna. They Jeez. must fuck at some point. They're so annoying. I hate the two of them. Oh my god! <laughs> you hate Kirsten? She's not great. I like Jimmy better than Kirsten, honestly. <laughs> hilarious. Just because he's funny. Hey, but you like Caleb more than all of them. Caleb's the top dog, baby. This Oof. is Caleb. <laughs> Caleb's been squeezing the blood out of uh, Julia Stone lately. Yeah, yep, as the saying goes. <laughs> what would we call period sex? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> squeezing so. blood out of Stone. <laughs> So, uh, all right. 
spend Christmas Eve with oh, her dad no. and Christmas Day with her mom. Uh, plus, she has to go to the stupid Newport group holiday party tonight, which uh, turns out the Coens are going to as well. So Ryan and Marissa can at least be miserable together tonight. And uh, Ryan needs to go shopping at South Coast Plaza after school. But Marissa doesn't think he's ready to do that alone and needs a seasoned expert to come with him. So Marissa's going to go too. And uh, the, our holiday haters head to the mall. And we have a, a we get a nice montage. They're, they're having a great time. They're, they're you know, they're hanging out in the mall they're they're smooching each other they uh they 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 have no luck in the mall because marissa can't really afford this place anymore but uh so ryan asked why they came and it, it, it's a it good question stupid. because neither of them have any money yeah. sounds stupid but marissa just likes it here because everything is so perfect i get i get it i love the mall i like I, a good mall I, yeah I wish we had a good mall around here, and and also that I had people to go with. Because back back in my Albany days, I was going to Crossgates Mall once or twice a week. Once or twice a week, wow! I, I like it, malls oh, are yeah. fun. It's exciting. There's people around, especially. I like it in particular during the holidays. Even if I had done my shopping online Enough for the year, with the holidays. I, I like going I there. The it's, 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 it's fun so and festive. The holidays. I, yeah, but I, that's part of what I like about it. Love a good food court. Oh, a nice love a good food mall court. Food yeah, court. Yeah. Oh. Chinese I food, food Cross- court. Oof. They they're always handing out those free samples. Oh yeah. I uh, I still go go to Crossgates Mall mostly every time I'm in Albany. Just and it's exactly as Marissa said. It's perfect. She was talking about Crossgates when she was talking about the mall. You ever uh, get a little shoplifting done there? Well, uh, not I. I don't believe I ever have. But uh, <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> huh? Interesting. No, I think the only thing I've shoplifted is uh, and cut this out of the podcast. <laughs> the uh, Tabasco from Chipotle. It's <laughs> not shoplifting. You're a paying customer. Yeah. I, yeah, I've done okay. that before too. All right, fine. I've never, I've never shoplifted. I, I do know. A sh- I, I've known a shoplifter in college, though. Um, I won't say their name. Is it you? <laughs> it's not oh, me. Please. No, I, I, I know it's a person that kind of resembles Marissa in a way, even. I'll, I'll say Probably resembles Hercules. Yes, that's right. Marissa loves walking around feeling like all her problems can be solved with the with the right nail polish or a new pair of shoes. I feel like uh, Marissa Cooper could do a uh, a Nicole Kidman esque ad for shopping malls where she's, she's really <laughs> come to this place for magic. But where do you see these things? Because you see the really... Nicole Kidman things in the theater. Yeah. It just plays do you see them while you're in the mall? The, you're walking into the mall. <laughs> so. Uh, they're in the parking garage now, uh, about to leave, but security stops Marissa, tells her she can't leave the premises. Uh, Ryan, obviously protective, doesn't want her to listen to this guy, but she hands over her purse, and it looks like she's stolen the watch that Ryan was just looking at, even though later she's going to say she was stealing lipstick, so lipstick, I, I don't know. Yeah. But I saw earrings yeah. with the tags on, too. <laughs> well, she stole she's a maniac. I think those were just her hoops. Like, that's normal to keep oh, okay. earrings in your purse. Yeah, so Ryan, Ryan seems pissed. Marissa can't even look at him in the eye, uh, and... Marissa has. I mean, I didn't think. I, I thought. I thought that everyone just shoplifts. I mean, obviously not me because I'm yeah. perfect. But you know, Brendan had a friend that friend that shoplifts. Uh. <laughs> He's related to a shoplifter. Um, no, I, I thought it was kind of insane that this guy came out of the mall after her in the parking lot. That that, that doesn't seem like that's protocol. It's a nice watch. He needed to get that watch back. I guess so. Let's let her go. I, I'm I'm on her side here. You're stealing from a mall. Who cares? Who, who cares? Who cares? I guess mall. it's just bad behavior uh, from like a young kid. That's I guess mainly the issue, but. Oh, you hate bad behavior from young I kids. I hate it. I I like good behavior <laughs> from little kids. kids. <laughs> bad behavior. <laughs> no bad kids. <laughs> so, uh, Kirsten uh, is at the table. Seth asks if she's working from home, and she says she's on vacation. She she just finds reviewing end year accounts to be very relaxing, and. Uh, she hasn't taken a vacation in a while, so she has to ease into it. I, I guess I'm just never going to relate to Kirsten. I, I, I have uh, 
Year-end accounts do not seem relaxing to me. I, I, I love taking vacations. Oh, yeah. Whenever I'm on vacation, I'm not just sitting at home being like, man, I really miss working. I, I just, let me let me ease into this vacation and get back to working a little bit. So yeah, Some people uh, are like that, when, and it, it annoys me when people say, like, oh, I couldn't take off for that long. Or, like, I, I at some point, by the end of the vacation, I can't wait to get back to work. Like, <laughs> what the fuck's the matter with you? I understand you're not Nepo babies like Kirsten. Ah, uh, yes. I that, guess so. That's true. Um, and so... There's presents on the table. Ryan has gotten a gift from both his mom and his brother. And this is when Seth tells Kirsten, you know, when Ryan hates on the holidays, I just have no idea what to say. Kirsten's like, yeah, me neither. But, you know, let's just keep bringing it up, I guess. <laughs> she gives she, she Seth some terrible advice. She's like, yeah, just be yourself. Even Seth is like, yeah, that always works out so well. And so uh, Kirsten gets a look on her face. And Seth has a few guesses as to what it is. He says, uh, what is it? Is, is Grandpa going crazy with the company credit card again? What is it this time? Hookers? A little blow, perhaps? Grandpa likes to dance with ye white lady? <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's so funny with the way he oh, talks yeah. to his mom, and she just like yeah, accepts yes. it, like, "What? Well, this is my my son." Kirsten seems amused by Seth. She is. She's like laughing, and she says, "Hopefully, it's nothing." But uh, she looks concerned when he leaves, and so she makes a call, wants someone to fax over a copy of some document relating to the survey of the Balboa Heights, and so more on that later. Uh, because first, Julie Julie Can't needs wait. to storm into Jimmy's house, and. Uh, yeah, I like that anytime something bad happens to Marissa, it under it's always under Jimmy's watch and that Julie just gets to like blame Jimmy for everything bad happening with Marissa. And yeah. uh, Jimmy's incre- Jimmy's incredulous, but Julie asks him, where do you think she learned to steal? Which I love the idea that Marissa saw Jimmy embezzling one day and was like, ooh, that looks fun. I should get a watch. Embezzle a watch lipstick. This is going to be what Julie does from now on because she didn't get the custody of the kid. She, she's going to just attack, yeah. attack, attack at all times. Yeah. Oh, surprise, surprise. It's under your watch. Because I feel like at this point she's always under Jimmy's watch because Julie's just right, hanging out with exactly. Caleb all the time. So. Um, Jimmy is uh, trying to work out a suitable punishment with Marissa, but Julie decides to bring down the hammer. She says, no car, no allowance, no weekends, but she still has to go to the party tonight. And uh, Julie wants to know why Marissa did this, and Marissa doesn't really have an answer. She just kind of trips over her words and then says it was stupid. And Julie has called the therapist, which Marissa tries to protest, but even even Jimmy is backing up Julie on this one. She says, she's right, kiddo. Uh, I just... Something about every time Jimmy says the word kiddo, it just maybe anyone saying the word kiddo just drives drives me drives me mad. I I cannot stand. What about it. what about sport? Like you like a nice sport? Mm, it's better. I think sporto <laughs> would be worse. Maybe it's the ending in O that kind of. Yeah. <laughs> She's right. Sporto. She's right, sporto. <laughs> <laughs> Therapy was part of the deal of moving in with Jimmy, and uh, I, I'm surprised she's gotten away with it for this long for not going to therapy right. because. Uh, they never brought it up again. And so uh, Marissa says she's been doing way better since Mexico, but uh, Julie has still scheduled her an appointment and uh, Marissa doesn't want to go. She's swearing it'll never happen again, but uh, Julie just tells her she loves her, but she doesn't believe her. And uh, Jimmy tries to tell her it might be helpful, but Marissa is pissed now and she's going to, she's going to storm up the stairs. Yeah. I mean, you obviously can't force her to do something she doesn't want to do. Um, but I mean, like, like we hear later on in the episode, if she really didn't want to go, she wouldn't go at all. So I guess that, uh, what you could do is just op- open the door for her to go. And yeah, she the wise Oliver. Only yeah. that if she didn't want to be there, she, is, she wouldn't be there. He's quite wise so. at Oliver. You can tell. You can tell already. So. I bet that Oliver is going to bring really good things for the show. Oh, I I bet. So uh, Ryan getting ready. Seth comes in, starts some small talk about the nice gifts he got from uh, 
that Ryan got from his mom and brother, and Ryan is not thrilled because now he has to buy eight gifts when he only saved up enough for one. Which, I again, I uh, agree with Ryan that I, getting I, gifts for people is a nightmare. I, I agree. I wish we could all just agree on like no gifts and just hug each other or instead or like make because out the more or people that you want to exchange with, the more you have to get yourself. It's so annoying. Exactly. Yeah. It's, you want to make out with everybody that's supposed to yeah. give you gifts, or is this just a scenario in which you live in the same like community as Adam Brody? Yeah. Yeah. It's mostly <laughs> that scenario. But I mean, yeah. if that's the agreement, like instead of getting gifts, let's just make out or hug or whatever. Whatever. How, these, how long's the make out session? Like, it's seven minutes in heaven. Oh, each person. You idiot. Okay. <laughs> you knew here, never had a kiss. I think this is what happens in the the Brady household, also. Not the Brody. The Brady. The Bra- what are you talking about? Well, because Tom Brady oh, kisses the Tom, his kid. The Tom Brady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay, thank you. Oh, I, I was like the Brady bunch. I don't think they all make out with each other. <laughs> I mean, I think they did. I think that was the thing. It was a pretty incestuous. Uh, it, 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 the Brady household. Oh, speaking of which, are you guys going to cover uh, a growing up Brady movie starring? Adam oh, Brady? I think I think we should in the sure, off season. Sure. I think I kind of think we have to, and I think you need to come on for it. Yeah, during COVID, Maddie and I would have movie nights where we just watched <laughs> obscure Adam Brody movies. Can we instead and watch uh, Adi and Brady? Brady. Was one of them. Brady and Can we watch that that old lady Brady movie, Adi and Brady? <laughs> no, I, I'd rather oh. not. I mean, we can. No, sure. I'm just kidding. Okay, it has nothing to do with the OC. About. I just don't care. <laughs> it has nothing to do with the OC, but I, I guess. So. Yeah, I guess we can okay. watch the Jane Brendan begged film. me to watch this film. <laughs> So uh, Seth asks Ryan how the mall was, and Ryan replies, I don't know, weird. And uh, then some <laughs> silence before Seth is finally like, yes, you've really painted a picture for me. I feel like I was there. Yeah. Well, that's what Ryan does. Line. This is how, how Ryan speaks to him. Yes. And so uh, Ryan tells Seth that Marissa shoplifted, and Seth agrees that that is weird. And Ryan wishes there was something he could do or say to help Marissa with her family situation. But uh, they're both at a loss. So uh, Seth gives Ryan a Christmaka gift, and he uses his new favorite word again. He says he knows it's a bit minty. But uh, they all have one, so Ryan gets his own stocking. I, I looked into this, Brendan. It turns out you were onto something. Uh, Minty does mean uh, homosexual. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I figured as much. So I, 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 I disagreed with you. I didn't think it, it meant that, but you, you. Well, because I already I say it at work all the time, so I knew. Yeah, I was gonna say you know all the homophobic <laughs> slang. <so. laughs> I'm always making up new ones. That's what they say about Brendan. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, My mom really famously did try to get me to come slang. out of the closet like once a week in high school. I know, I, I know. Your mom was famous for sitting you down and telling you that uh, it's okay if you're gay. <laughs> Very progressive of her. And every week you would tell her that. Uh, that Still you're not, not gay. Mom. Sorry to disappoint you. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mom. Like, I noticed you've been hanging out with a lot of girls lately. Are you a little minty? That's pretty. It's pretty. Gay. It's pretty minty of you. Gay. <laughs> hey, you better not be having sex with them. That would be so gay of you. <laughs> Uh, Kirsten still working uh, during her vacation. Uh, she's she's also doing some drinking on the job. I noticed she has her, yeah. she has her glass of yeah. wine out in front of her, and Sandy comes home pretty happy because he was able to reach a settlement with Caleb, uh, even though he he gouged him a lot. We finally get a, an actual dollar amount. They settled for two hundred fifty million, and uh, Sandy says that Caleb claimed that he settled because of Kirsten. He wants to spend the holiday with his family. So uh, Sandy actually thinks that maybe Caleb is changing, and. Uh, but not for long because he notices that something is off and asks Kirsten what's wrong. And Kirsten found something today. She doesn't know if she can give it to him, but also doesn't know if she can't. So uh, it seems like Kirsten has quite the ethical conundrum on her hands. Uh, Brendan, was there any doubt that she would hand this information over to Sandy? No, um, because she was drinking, of course. So I think that that, that helped. <laughs> 
<laughs> Especially at this point where she's like, yeah, I don't know. I have something, but I don't know if I should tell you or not. <laughs> she, like, well, at that point, no, she can't really gonna... be like, right. yeah, so actually I'm going to side with my dad on this, but I'm not going to tell you what <laughs> like, I want. What are you talking Sorry, about? Sorry, Sorry Sandy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she knew right away. Kirsten's concerned. Caleb is going to know that she gave this information to Sandy, but like, as she says at the end, what does he expect her to do? There, I mean, there's a reason he's hiding this information from Kirsten in the first place. So Right. Uh, and then she's, Kirsten, a, she's an accomplice, too, if she just holds on to this. Yeah. I still don't even fully know or care about what this exactly is. Um, oh, nobody cares. Yeah, they don't nobody do a great job cares. of explaining it. It took me on the rewatch. I understood what was happening. But uh, yeah. if you're not really paying attention, like... You're doesn't not gonna matter. Understand. It's just like a dummy plot. Like Josh Schwartz right. doesn't know how like real estate and politics works. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just there like, to watch Caleb get a little. I want to watch Caleb get a little angry. I want to watch Sandy pulling over on him and the whole dollar exchange. Sure, that's and fun. Then that's maybe great, a little whatever. kiss and little Brendan kiss. will get like yeah. really excited. They make out a little right. bit. They do seven minutes in heaven. Because um, Brendan's, as we all know, a little minty. Now we're a little talking. Minty. <laughs> now I'm picturing the the Brady bunch like opening sequence with all the boxes and stuff and they're all just kissing each other like across the boxes i bet you are i bet, <laughs> yeah, you, I, I bet you are do you need to go to the D room <laughs> yeah bro? i do yeah. somebody needs to animate that no they don't yeah i think they do <laughs> yeah sandy reads the information he's appalled this changes everything and in, uh, including the fact that kirsten is now going to need to learn how to relax because uh, she thinks she's going to get fired and sandy tells kirsten he's sorry but she replies not as sorry as he's going to be so uh kirsten has switched sides here and they still plan on going to the party tonight uh speaking of uh, getting ready for this party seth answers the door Anna is here, and she has brought a mistletoe so she can plant a kiss on Seth's cheek. Uh, even though Seth wanted everyone to meet at the party, Anna has other ideas. She wants to go together with Seth. I guess this is a good as time uh, as any. Alita, as someone who hails from Pittsburgh, how do you feel about the Pittsburgh representation on the show in the form of Anna? Oh, my God. See, <laughs> oh, man. I was, like, relieved to find out that she was a Trump supporter because I hate this character oh, so the, much. Because you didn't, okay. didn't yes. even have to feel bad about it. Uh, you, you've been pretending to like her for the Pittsburgh Allegiance all this time. Oh, <laughs> she doesn't know any, even like the, I feel like there is one episode. Maybe I'll have to come back for the, well, this is a spoiler, but the, whatever. We'll just say there's an episode in the future where she talks <laughs> okay, about right. Pittsburgh specifically. Okay, yes. okay. And I feel like none of her, I don't have them on hand, but whatever she says about Pittsburgh, like, doesn't make sense. Okay, I'm very excited to to get to that. We can we can really break down everything she says about Pittsburgh. But yeah. um, um, I I have never been Team Anna. Twould be insane to be Team Anna, yeah. in my opinion. I haven't, no, yeah, I haven't, like, I haven't disliked her so far. I think this episode was the first one where I actively disliked her, especially because of her pink makeup wow. was just insane. It was, <laughs> it was half her face was pink. Um, I I did notice she was looking very pink. So pink, yeah. and I I think her her speech was a little bit exaggerated in this episode too she was just very breathy you don't like that she talks like this she was extra maybe she was trying to trying something on for seth i don't know yeah (laughs) i didn't like it i I like i like anna not as much as i like summer ever so uh, it was never really a uh a competition for me it's Um, hard too because she gives she gives that really great gift and it's like definitely points in her favor because it's adorable but Summers mm-hmm. doesn't even do that much. Gift aside, Summers' gift is very funny and great. Um, yeah. But throw them both out the window. Just like Summer just being there. I don't know. I just Something about her, maybe lack of trying. Even though they're both trying really hard, I don't. something about Summer is just more appealing overall. It's just less annoying. Was it Was it the Wonder Woman costume? I said throw the Wonder Woman out the window. Oh. I'm, I'm, I'm not a Sandy. 
<laughs> but yeah, it was, it was pretty good. Oh, so and she dressed up as Wonder Woman? That's hot. She's Caliente as... Uh, as Cal- yes, Caliente. Um, so, and speaking of Summer, she rings the doorbell. Hilariously enough, she has also brought mistletoe. Uh, Brendan, you used to carry around mistletoe with you to parties and just plant kisses on no people, No matter right? the season, baby. When I do go to these parties and I bring my little mistletoe, I do the, the Grinch. And I put it near my ass. <laughs> yeah, of course. Like the Grinch does. Uh, you didn't need... You didn't, yeah, the... the that, that describes your ass perfectly. Like, you didn't even need to clarify. <laughs> okay. So. Uh, Anna is immediately pissed that Summer's here. They start fighting with each other again, unfortunately. And so Seth suggests that they all ride together with his parents. And uh, that should not be awkward at all. Where uh, Seth is sitting on the couch between his his two girls. Already very awkward. No one's saying anything. Until Seth tells, or Anna tells Seth she has a gift for him that she's going to give him later. And uh, Summer also has a present for Seth, as it would turn out. Which, not a bad Christmaica for Seth, I guess. This is, uh, he's yeah, getting he's gifts all, all over the place. getting presents. I mean, didn't we just do this for Thanksgiving? It's, it's amazing that we had the whole girls hating Seth thing, and then the apology, and then an episode later, we're right back where we started. Except this time, Anna and Seth are both fully aware of each other and right. are fighting like with each There's other. There's a different wrinkle Seth, in it so. a little bit. I think it's very funny. This this whole scene of them just sitting next to each other on the couch is very. Uh, I don't know. It's it's just so it's so awkward, but so. I don't know. I don't know if it's relatable. This never happened to me. But you can feel the tension <laughs> that they're, they're so immature and so like they can't handle this. And then just watching right. the parents walk in and seeing this sequence, <laughs> like, oh, uh, how is this happening again to our boy? This is and insane. Sandy, and Sandy's like, this is going to be some party. <laughs> yeah. And he loves uh, a tune drama just like he, we do. He really does. It's like, so my what? life has been so fucking boring with this plot line. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with my plot line. Uh, Ryan hel- helping Marissa get ready. Uh, he thinks that maybe therapy is a good idea because it, it might be good to have someone to talk to. Uh, love love a pro therapy, Ryan. Uh, <laughs> Marissa asks why she can't just talk to Ryan, and then she gets a little defensive. A- asks if she needs to talk to a trained professional because she stole a lipstick. Really just leaving out the watch, I guess. <laughs> and so... Uh, <laughs> Ryan, Ryan backs off a little, tells her she should do what she wants, and Marissa feels like if no one's making her parents go to therapy, then no one's making her. I, I mean, I do feel like everyone should be getting therapy on this show, yeah. and not just Marissa, but uh, Marissa claims to be the only normal one in the family, which is really throwing some shade on Caitlyn here. Don't know what she de- did to deserve that. I forget about that girl. <laughs> did did they like, kill her off at some point? <laughs> Caitlyn's a horse girl. She's a freak. <laughs> Do they kill her off? They is kill that your Caitlin question? Off. I mean, if they're not gonna keep her on screen, just fucking kill her. Thing is, the thing is, I, if I say yes, that's a huge spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I should have beat you. Uh, I am gonna say no. They they do not. That's kill spoiler. <laughs> so, sorry. I, I guess you know to be determined. There Will we not go. confirm or deny any potential deaths Rats. in this show. I almost had and you. so. Uh, Marissa apologizes, asks Ryan to grab her purse before they go, and then as soon as he goes to get it, she sneaks into the cabinet and grabs some vodka. So, uh, as, as Sandy Brewster. would say, this is gonna this is gonna be some party. <laughs> it sure is. Um, um, you know, this is this is just like her. I expect this from her. At this this point. is this is the Marissa we know and love. She's always <laughs> ready to to get wasted, and so the Christmas party has begun. Uh, Santa's here. So is Seth and his two dates. And Anna and Summer are going opposite directions. Both want Seth to follow them, but Seth makes the correct move and goes to find Ryan instead, instead of choosing between either one of them. So, yeah, that's this is what I would do. Too. It's a good move. It's like get lost a little bit, and then maybe you'll you'll bump into one of them, and it'll help you make your decision. You can't you can't like what are you supposed to do right now? You can't just walk around with both of them and pretend that it's going to be you know push and pull the whole time. Yeah, and since it's Christmas, he doesn't have to choose, as is the tradition. So. 
Uh, Page advice says Brendan has famously been in this position before. Right. Yes. He's always talking about it. (laughs) Every Christmas time. So Kiki says hello to Julie and Caleb. Uh, Caleb wants to know if Sandy told her about their agreement, but Sandy actually needs to discuss some things with him. And uh, Caleb doesn't want to do it now because it's a party. And he says, look back on your Berkeley days. Maybe you can smoke the tree. Which seems, <laughs> A great line seems from a, Caleb. Yeah. It seems to get a genuine laugh out of Sandy. He's like, ah, smoke, smoke the tree. tree. Funny. I'm going to nail him now. Which... <laughs> which sounds like he wants to fuck Caleb. Yeah, it sounds pretty sexual. <laughs> yeah. I was a notorious stoner in my AP Lit class, and one time our teacher was handing back our papers, and she said, here's your paper. Try not to smoke. Try not to roll it up and smoke it. Wow. <laughs> she, 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 she nailed you. <laughs> oh, from this, this, hey, hey, it wasn't me. There was a notorious oh, okay. stoner in my oh, class. There was, I thought oh, it was wow. you, yeah. Wait, wait why, did, no, no, why, no. why did everybody I know this person was a stoner? stoner? A small school. I think oh. if you probably smell. You got to get it from somewhere. Like weed. Wearing a drug rug. <laughs> you got to get it from somewhere. Yeah, that's true. And so uh, Julie wants to know what Kirsten thinks of the party. Uh, she loves it. But now Julie wants to know what Caleb thinks, if he said anything. And uh, she says she wants this party to be one that he'll never forget. And uh, Kirsten's just like, yeah, I, I think you've got a shot at that. I don't think we have to worry about that. Um Ryan finds Marissa. He asks if she's okay because today's been kind of intense and uh, he knows she doesn't want to be here. But Marissa tells Ryan that she wants to be wherever he is and she goes in for the kiss. And yeah, and then Julie sees them in action and tells Marissa uh, she hasn't said hello to Caleb. And so Marissa Marissa answers (laughs) that Caleb was talking to other people and she didn't want to interrupt them. But she says it in like a perfectly rude teenage girl tone. (laughs) Yes, very good. I do like that. it, yeah, it is. I would want to say hi to that guy. That's the last person. Even if you're like not already mad at your mom, I'm not saying hi to like my new dad your new stepdaddy step daddy <laughs> yeah and so marissa's like you're a guest here and or julie tells marissa she's a guest here and, and marissa's like oh only because i was forced to come and so they they start they start fighting uh marissa says she has nothing to lose lose lover love a rebellious teen here yeah. and so they keep arguing and ryan just has to like awkwardly watch and then Marissa storms off again to use the bathroom, and Julie just goes, I hate the holidays. And Ryan actually replies right there with you as uh, they both take a sip of their drinks. So it looks like uh, these two have something to bond over as well. Everyone hates the holidays. Yeah. Together. And the, the rest of the episode, they just keep bonding. Would you say, Leo, they're going to get together? Do you think Ryan and Julie will get together? Do you think oh, I didn't hear that before. That's fun. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think it'll happen, brother? I think uh, probably the way things are happening next episode, maybe. Wow. Oh, my God. Wow. Great prediction. <laughs> yeah. So Sandy goes to nail Caleb. He hands Caleb a piece of paper. And it's, it's a, <laughs> and Brendan is it's, so jealous. It's so jealous. <laughs> that hunk of a man. Uh, and it turns out this piece of paper Caleb is, is a hashtag geological... my Hercules. <laughs> no. Hashtag my Hercules. <laughs> he does have the same hair. <laughs> <laughs> it's a later in life Hercules look. <laughs> So, um, it's, <laughs> it's so it's a geological survey of the heights with which Caleb commissioned and somehow mysteriously failed to turn over to Sandy's office. Uh, so it, follow along here. So, uh, Caleb <laughs> Caleb tells Sandy that he doesn't have time for this, but Sandy tells him he does and says that the heights are seismologically unsound, which means that the whole area is uncurable and it's worthless. And so Sandy knows that there's no way Caleb could get a building permit, and he tells Caleb that he wants to buy the heights back for a dollar. So basically, it turns out that uh, 
the, this land that Caleb wants is actually worthless to him. He won't be able to build any buildings on it. So he's been trying to sell it back to Sandy at a very high price, even though he knows that it's worthless and uh, he shouldn't get any money for it, really. And so that's yeah. why Sandy offers him a dollar for it now, now that Sandy knows what's going on. So this his reaction to the whole time of like where he's being... Kind of like the rugs being pulled up from beneath him. Caleb never looks scared or like you would think there would be that moment where he's like, oh, no, you figured me out. But he's just like, go away, Sandy. Get away from me. Shut up. Blah, blah, blah. Like, he's just <laughs> yeah, kind of yeah, trying yeah. to shoo him away the whole time. And once he's, he's like, all right, fine, you got me. I'll, like, I'll take I don't dollar. have time for this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't think that this would happen. I work in local politics and I have to say um, – think that somebody as wealthy as Caleb could uh, get the building permit and they wouldn't worry about the seismological <laughs> Probably, um, yeah. profile of the So the LC is a better world location. than ours. I guess so. So uh, Caleb tells Sandy he can't be serious, but Sandy just slaps a dollar into Caleb's hand and wishes him a Merry Christmas. And so it seems like uh, Sandy just won this case. So uh, Seth is talking to Anna by the pool. Anna wants to know if Seth is ready for his present, and she hands him a homemade comic book, The Adventures of Seth Cohen and Captain Oates, Volume 1, Confidence. And I, I know we know that Seth Cohen did, like, make both of them some Seth Cohen starter packs, but he hasn't brought them. He hasn't given them to him at all. So right now he's just, like, reaping the benefits of, of, uh, of being so desirable by these two women that just want to throw gifts at him. Yeah, they're absolutely, yeah. Yeah, absolutely fawning over him. Absolutely. And so uh, Seth asks Anna if she made this, and uh, she jokes that no, she bought it on eBay. And Seth really seems to love the comic book and, and how handsome the character of Seth is. And uh, they're having a good time, and then uh, they see Summer like just staring at them from across the pool. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she's waiting for her turn. She's excited. She wants to like, show off. What she- she's probably uncomfortable in that outfit. Yeah, probably. So she wants to show it off, <laughs> finally. Oh, yeah. She's like, when's it my turn? Um, Kirsten and Jimmy are dancing with each other. Sandy must have a lot of Huge trust in Kirsten. Uh, he, how how can he have this much trust? This is. I was waiting for him to walk over because this is just crazy. They shouldn't be able to touch. Did you, did you, no touching. Did you think Jimmy was going to uh, try and kiss her again? <laughs> I, I kind of did. I kind of. I kind of did. I, at least grabs. I wouldn't house. put it past him to. Uh, I wouldn't to accidentally do something like that. Just like somehow he just accidentally. Oh God! I'm ah, so sorry. sorry. Not again. Oh, I God. just couldn't help myself. You know I'm, me I'm and so ladders. I thought there was a, a moment there, kiddo. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Sporty Spice. My bad. <laughs> Okie dokie. I guess we're not kissing. <laughs> I gotta go find that cookbook. <laughs> so, oops, forgot to say cheese. <laughs> so, Jim- <laughs> so Jimmy asks how Seth's doing, and if he ever does thing that makes Kirsten question herself as a parent, and Kirsten replies that there was the model home, Tijuana, and the thing involving the Range Rover and an IMAX movie that she doesn't buy, which we love a good callback. And... Hmm. Jimmy tells Kirsten, uh, they're, they're kids, right? They get in trouble. Like, I don't understand what Jimmy is looking for here. Like, does he want Kirsten to be like, it's Seth is perfect, or like kids will be like, I, I don't understand. I why, think he's waiting for Kirsten G- to say, like, you know, when I was a kid, I went to a mall and I stole some lipstick and a watch. And he's like, okay, <laughs> yeah. thank God. I feel much better oh, now. Whew, okay. So, so we all do it. Okay. <laughs> so. Yeah, Kirsten says that their parents would have a heart attack if they knew about the things they were doing, but uh, Jimmy insists they were good kids, and then Kirsten just agrees with him. But this is what like, scared yeah. me, too, is whenever he, like, he always tries to shoehorn the conversation about them at their youth to kind of, like, yes, bring yeah. back the old feelings, and that was where I started like, remember, getting scared. Remember when we fucked? Yeah. Yes. 
Those were the good old days. Um, <laughs> when we fucked. Kirsten's, <laughs> just to be clear. <laughs> so, Kirsten uh, agrees that they were good kids and that they also have good kids as we cut to Marissa in the bathroom. And uh, she takes the vodka out of her purse, pours a lot of it into a cup, and just starts chugging it. And it looks like me when I when I would show up late to the pregame and have to catch up to everyone else just chugging vodka. Yeah, catching up is never it's, – it's a losing man's game. Not the way to go, usually. No. But uh, we know that Marissa loves to party, but – you know, a little sad she feels the need to do this because she's so upset about everything going on in her life. But she's a pro at chugging vodka. No no chaser even. Very impressive. I, I, no, she put it into her, her little drinky poo, whatever that was. Oh, did she? Yeah. Uh, yeah she put it into like a Coke, which is disgusting. Is that what it was? Okay. Yeah. Uh, it looks like yeah, She did take it like a champ still, though. Because it was definitely floating okay. on top. Yeah, still impressive. Yeah, definitely. Um, Summer pulls Seth into an empty room. Uh, she pushes him onto the couch, tells him to stay there. And uh, she tells Seth that she heard he likes comic books and instead of making her own comic book she takes off her dress to reveal that she is dressed up as wonder woman and <laughs> seth's pants immediately tighten i'm assuming yours did as well brendan <laughs> yeah i'm wearing sweatpants too unfortunately <laughs> unfortunately and so anna and summer are both really showing off their strengths with the gift giving and anna, anna gives like a quirky creation and summer just decides to be hot and they're both correct both correct great job uh it's uh no i think only summer is correct I mean, I think, I don't know who's took more work, honestly. I was going to say, wh- well, which gift would you guys prefer? It seems like uh, Lita is firmly summer. in the summer camp. Brendan, which gift would you prefer? Definitely summer, but I, I think you got to give props to Anna here a little bit. I, I give props to Anna. Yeah. I mean, Lita's not ready to, ready to I'm not that. ready to give props to Anna. I'm not there. Yeah. Seth truly can't contain himself. He says, good Lord, I think I'm going to pass out. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so uh, Summer lassos him, and he just has the goofiest grin on his face as he comes closer, and they start kissing. And just think of how far Seth has come. That's like what a I'm few thinking, ago, yeah. He had never even talked to this girl, and he was naming boats <laughs> after her. And now, now he has the literal girl of his dreams, literally dressing as Wonder Woman for him. <laughs> for like, him. imagine past for Seth him. knowing that someday, yeah, this would be his future. Like, And then he lets her get away. It was bad timing. He's nothing you could do at that point. I mean, I, I know, but like... At the end of the episode, he lets her. Oh know right, what that's true. He tells too. her that he just wants to be friends with her. Yeah, he's, I guess that's maturity. I don't know. I th- maybe it's stupidity. It's probably stupidity. Yeah. And so, uh, Summer finds the comic book in Seth's pocket, and Summer is like admiring how amazing it is. But Seth assures her that her present Which is, is amazing nice. As that's well. why they should be friends. Her yeah, and Anna. Well, I, yeah. And Anna walks in at that moment, sees what's going on, and Seth's like, "Oh, don't worry. Summer was just giving me her gift. It's cool." <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> Anna sees Summer uh, is Wonder Woman, and it seems like she also gets jealous of Summer's gift. Both of them seem to feel like the other one is uh, giving the superior gift. And so Anna tells Summer she looks amazing and is now feeling insecure that she made Seth the comic book, uh, even though Summer is, like, just as insecure. And they both, like, snap back to reality now. And Summer asks what they're doing, and Anna says that this is ridiculous. And they uh, basically tell Seth that he has to choose. I think that's fair. I mean, imagine you walked into uh, a room and someone's tied up, and they're just like... Oh, sorry. Uh, we're just giving each other gifts. <laughs> I can't stop imagining. That's, that's all I imagine. Uh, yeah, it's probably for the best. I think he's got to he's got to make a decision. And can you tell which way he's leaning at this point? Is, is, is there a way to know? Or is they, are they trying to split it like 50, 50, 50 right now? Except there's a couple of instances where I think he's giving Summer a little bit more attention. I mean, that's his true love. But I, that's what I, I mean. Like, I think that's that's what we're supposed to believe. I don't know what he's doing. Like, when he entered the show, there was one thing that he was obsessed with, and it was Summer. And they let fucking and... Pink Face help you out? <laughs> and then he lets both of them go. It's not even for Emma. It's like... Yeah. Emma. I don't know I don't know why I called her Emma. Her name's Anna. But, <laughs> it, like, 
he lets both of them go instead of like choosing one. He just has nothing at the end of the episode. But oh, well. you know what I think? I think uh, Anna has in her favor right now. I think that hairstyle is very in in this moment. Well, and... it's it's the same hairstyle as Hercules. If you could, <laughs> if you could imagine that. <laughs> I can't imagine that. Yeah, if you if you remember how Hercules' hair looks, it's exactly so. Hercules did have a little bit of a uh, pink blush. The many hairdos of Hercules. <laughs> um, so, um, okay. So, uh, Marissa is back outside. Uh, she finds Ryan again, uh, starts making out with him, and she wants to dance and have fun. And Ryan immediately can tell that she's drunk. Uh, a lot of experience in that department. And I have to say, Misha Barton, I think, is pretty bad at acting drunk. It's a it's a hard thing to do, and for someone I who's think bad Misha at acting, Barton is pretty bad at acting. Yeah, she's well, yeah, bad at we acting, could just stop at we could stop at acting. <laughs> you're not gonna yes. be good at acting <laughs> so, drunk. Yeah. Uh, Marissa wants to get out of here. Ryan is confused because uh, he didn't see Marissa with a cocktail, but she tells him that maybe she brought her own and asks if he wants hey, some. Hey. And Ryan asks Marissa what's going on with her today, and she press play it off like it's not a big deal. She's like, hey, what, what's the problem? You drink. And Ryan's like, yeah, I don't drink alone in the bathroom. Um, which Ryan is right hey, that there's – Ryan, cl- chill. <laughs> yeah. He's right that there clearly is something wrong with Marissa, but also I have uh, chugged liquor in a bathroom at a party before, and I don't think there was something wrong with me. It's a fucking party. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> that's a, a fucking party, Ryan. <laughs> it's a fucking yeah. party, Ryan. <laughs> um, I mean, officer. I, Dr. Officer I do, Cream. I do like <laughs> Dr. Officer Cream. I do like how Ryan, Ryan does clearly care about Marissa, though. He's he's a nice boy. Right, right. I, I do like that. And uh, Ryan tells Marissa that the first time they met, she was having fun, passed out on her driveway. And then a couple of weeks later, was in an alley in Mexico. There and, is an uh, says, yeah, it's just like his mom all over again, which has to be tough for Ryan. Yeah. And Ryan just tells or Marissa just tells Ryan to shut up, and she goes to leave. And Ryan tries to stop her, and she raises her voice. She's like, uh, she's had enough of people telling her what to do. And then she hits him with a see ya, and then leaves. Oof. Devastating. You never want someone to tell you see ya. What did she say? Uh, she's singing Unstoppable? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she, she started singing uh, Chandelier before she left. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so. do, you, do you think that she wanted to drink tonight because she's like overwhelmed uh is it, or is it just like a straight-up rebellion or, or do you think she's trying to cover up her her own emotions I, I in my opinion i think she's mostly just like it's a good mom fuck you yeah i think it's a lot of rebellion but i also do think there is some mixed in just sure. like uh with with her emo- trying to uh quell her emotions as well yeah. so ryan runs to the front and marissa has unbelievably gotten into the car and is going to drive home like obviously crazy irresponsible that, yeah, for her to, yeah. to chug a bunch of vodka and then try to drive home uh i mean ryan at least wants her to let him drive but she's telling him to get away uh, i i guess the valet couldn't tell that marissa was wasted because that seems pretty irresponsible the valet as well I would, I would go. be afraid to just That's give. Not the valet. That is way above a seventeen-year-old valet's pay grade. I guess. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, I, I would just. I wouldn't give keys to anyone that looks that age. Like I feel like she looks like a fourteen-year-old <laughs> girl. I don't know. Ma- Maddie was there when I famously said the least favorite job on earth would be a valet. Oh my God, yes, and I agreed with you. Like that is... to park rich people's fancy cars right. and stand out in the cold. Like that's yeah, your no. job. Yeah. Literally How many terrible. times would you crash? I, I, there'd be so many crashes. I would crash not the... even if somebody was like, "Hi, can I have the keys to my car?" I'd be like, no. "Oh, thank God, one less yeah. car I have to be responsible <laughs> for." Yes, there you are, man. Yeah. Uh, Marissa starts to drive away, but Ryan just runs in front of the car and refuses to move. So Marissa drives in reverse and smashes like right into the car behind her, which. Uh, reminds me of me backing up, except I'm always stone cold sober and just hitting cars anyway. And <laughs> How many times has that happened to you? 
Uh, I've hit four parked cars <laughs> in my life. Wow. Oh. Okay, that's more than me. And what do you do? You leave a note? <laughs> I mean, two of them were on the were on the same same car. Same car? <laughs> this I no two. It wasn't the same car. I hit two cars and like, okay, so I was doing a three-point turn and as I was backing up, I hit the car and then that spooked me. So I jolted forward and hit the car in front of me. It's hilarious. That's out of a cartoon. Yeah. And then I just straight up didn't know what to do at that point. So I was like- You just got out and ran. So I got out of my car and ran. I like- I like floored it, but I wasn't gonna do a hit and run. So I like floored it and drove away. And I was like, "Well, now I gotta come back." So I like right. circled around and and came back and just and just like parked like towards the end of the block and just walked back. And I was like, "Oh, hey, everyone, what's going on here?" Yep, that was me. I hit your cars. So how's, how's everyone doing? <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> Luckily, all four cars that I've hit, uh, we have never gotten like insurance or anything involved in any of them, and it has been uh, fairly painless. Did you did you have to pay anything? For those two cars, I the car I hit backing up, there was no dents, no anything, and the car I scraped going forward, like I definitely did like scrape it and there was like noticeable stuff, but it was such like a beat up van that they did not Didn't care. care. Oh. All right, good. Yeah. Very good. And then uh yeah, good times. So <laughs> <laughs> um, as soon as Marissa hits the car, she's like, Oh god, and starts crying, which is also how I would usually react in that situation. Yeah, especially if you're and, in the car drunk, very drunk. Yeah, 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 that's bad. That's scary. So, uh, Caleb making an announcement in the middle of the party and tells everyone that he's transferring the title of the Heights to the Balboa Land Trust for the very reasonable price of $1. Uh, and he smiles his smug little grin like this was all his idea, looking like a great guy. But why is he doing this in the middle of the holiday party? Yeah. Do people like really really care about this or are they just like politely like, clapping okay. to appease him? Caleb, here okay, he goes great. again. I, what the fuck are the Balboa Heights? today about him. It's Christmas time and it's <laughs> Caleb's holiday apparently. It's so weird that he does this in the middle and of the party. Still, but... like, Caleb's not even pissed. Like, he, you would think he'd be like, "I'm gonna get you for this, Sandy," but like, he doesn't care. No, he doesn't have the time of day for Sandy. No. <laughs> yeah, when Rachel finds out that he uh, won like the case and only had to spend a dollar, she's like gonna be so turned on. I, I forgot about Rachel too <laughs> until you mentioned her, and I wish we got a scene of her and Sandy's dancing now next to Jimmy and, and Kirsten. <laughs> oh God, Brandon. <laughs> Yeah, Brendan, are you big? Do you want Sandy to leave Kirsten? Absolutely not. I, but I, I'm, I'm mad at. Oh no, you famously don't like Kirsten. I know. I, I think she has potential. I think she's just, she's been. I don't like her highlights. I think they're terrible. I think she's got. Oh my god, it was 2003. <laughs> I know. It's just way too unfair. She has the highlights like that as an homage to Hercules, as because he had his hair that way. <laughs> and that was at least it looks just like Hercules. Hair. Yeah, that's true. I like it now. <laughs> so. Um, Caleb tells the crowd he couldn't have done it without the help of his son-in-law, Sandy Cohen. And Sandy says he can't take credit for it. He did it all on his own. And he toasts to Caleb Nickel, the most generous man in Newport Beach, and just, like, stares him down a little bit. And uh, Caleb quietly gives Sandy his dollar back and tells him, Happy Hanukkah, as Sandy just uh, smugly smiles right back at him. It's anti-Semitic. It seemed, <laughs> it seemed it like anti-Semitic. Um, Brian is now driving, and uh, Marissa is in the passenger seat. Things are very quiet. Did they just hit and run that parked car? Like, what happened with, oh, with yeah. the car that yeah. Marissa just hit? They could have just said it's the valet. That's why it's my nightmare that, job. Um, that's true, too. Oh, yeah. my God. I hope they didn't do that. That's terrible. Poor valet. So Marissa takes out her vodka. Ryan is pissed now. He's like, oh, great. And Marissa's like, hey, listen, you're driving. I might as well. But Marissa tries to say that she's not drunk, but Ryan just gives her an intense look. And it not only does it shut her up, but it actually stops her from continuing to drink. Like, that's how good at, at like, giving looks Ryan is. He's going to be a great dad. <laughs> 
Telling his kids to stop drinking in the front seat. <laughs> so, uh, Marissa, though, drops the cap before she can put her uh, bottle away. So she's like fumbling and bumbling around looking for it on the ground. Ryan's getting impatient because he's still on probation. And, uh, of course, a police officer comes out of nowhere and turns on his siren and starts flashing the lights. And Ryan's just like, oh, of course, this is happening. Uh, did, did you think he was going to get arrested or something? Before that, I thought it was going to be one of the classic scenarios where someone's like reaching for something and they like crash the car. Oh, yes. I was waiting for that. And then the cops came and I was like, OK, well, now Ryan's going to go to jail and that's going to be the end of the show. Mm. Yeah, I forgot. I originally told you that there was only 13 episodes of this show. You did tell me that. That's a funny yeah, joke. So this, you thought this you thought this was the finale. <laughs> so um Marissa quickly puts the open container between her feet and puts her seatbelt on. Uh, the officer comes over, greets Ryan with a happy holidays and asks for a license and registration. I, I should mention that that all cops are bastards and that does include this guy, so he is uh, canonically a bastard. He's a bastard. Uh, have either Yeah, have, you, have either of you ever gotten uh, pulled over? Pulled over, of course. Oh, okay. Badass. I, I, I didn't know that. Was I, got, I got pulled over twice in January. You get, are you getting pulled over every, every day? Like, what do you mean, of course? In a rental car. Twi- <laughs> <laughs> Not much. It, I, I uh, got pulled over and I got a ticket once uh, driving Tierney home from Huntington at like 3 o'clock in the morning. Um, and this drunk cop pulls us over and tells me that my lights were off after I had been mm-hmm. driving for a half hour and there's no cars on the road. And then he, like, takes me out of the car. And flashes his flashlight into my on my lights that are on, and like, see, you can't see them. I'm like, well, you're flashing a light into another. I don't know what. Like, get your light out of my face and the light, and then I like, see they're on. I'm like, well, I already wrote the ticket, so uh, you can just go protest. Right, and yeah. I, I won't show up, and then he no, shows up, and then protests against. He's like, no, I, yeah, he's his lights were off. <laughs> and then the, the nice. judge gets mad at me because like you wasted all our time for making us all show up here tonight. <laughs> like, all right, I don't oh, know what prank. to do. It was a good prank. Oh my god, they, they were again. Everyone prank. was conspiring against. Yeah, you. I laughed. It was funny. It was, a <laughs> it was a good prank. Yeah, good to prank. And you and you did shake his hand afterwards. Yeah. So I got to give it to you, officer. I liked it. I shook his hand, and, the, and gotten, a dove came out afterwards. Oh, okay. I've yeah. only gotten pulled over once in my life, but I got four tickets in the one. Ooh, one oh, I remember that. Yes, you told me about that. Jan- January, yeah. I was very lucky. Both times I got pulled over, I was let go because of my white privilege. So I appreciate that. Yeah. And they said exactly that, right? Pretty much. They said you look the, like the uh, nice was, people. Okay. I got the one one, <laughs> I got one ticket for uh, not having my my registration or whatever, even though I, I did and I was looking for it. And the guy was like, "Either you have it or you don't." And I was like, "Okay, I just need to find you it." Ticket like, for that? Okay, get, uh, it's like, "Okay, guess you don't have it." And then gave me it. That was the fourth ticket. Yeah. Just like whenever I go to the um to the mechanic, I'm like, "Can you just tell me which papers you need? Like, can you point to them?" Yeah. I don't know which one is the registration. I don't know yeah. which one is like the title or whatever. Like, just uh, here are all of the documents that live in my car. Just tell me which ones. It's you so need. annoying because they have the registration information just by scanning a license plate. It comes up for them, but they just want to know that you have a physical copy for some reason. Like, do you you literally went and saw it before you came over here. You fucking asshole. Yeah. So now That's I, how I feel don't... about IDs at bars. It's like I can show you other stuff that proves I like a master's degree right i couldn't have that probably yeah. if i was under 21 can you just be cool? it would be impressive it would be impressive if you if you did yeah. so uh, the cop asks. well it turns out ryan has a broken taillight uh, and the cop asks if they've been drinking and ryan tells him no and uh he asks marissa if she's all right and she, much like what happened with you brendan she he shines the flashlight right in her face i would have been like no i'm not all right i'm like blind now because right. you are flashing this flashlight right in my face and uh, it seems like he's about to ask marissa to like get out of the car but uh, he miraculously gets a radio call for a 459 at 1508, which uh, saves Ryan and Marissa. And 
I don't know what they would have been charged with, but it probably would have been something if, if Marissa gets taken out of the car there. And so uh, the cop has to respond to the call, so he lets Ryan off with a warning and tells him to get the taillight fixed. And keep in mind, Ryan is supposed to be canonically 15 here, so I, does Ryan even have a license? Like, we know he likes yeah. to steal cars, but I don't, I don't know what the age restrictions are to uh, driving in California. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I guess I, I think that Marissa must have a license because Julia, Julie, Julie took a Julia, Julie, Julie, Julie. She took away the car privileges, so I guess she right. must be able to drive on her own. But I guess, uh, yeah, I guess I don't know about in in this show, fifteen year olds can just get their license. You're definitely not supposed to drive with oh. an open container, especially in the front you seat. You can oh, yeah. get. Uh, well, you can at least get your permit, or no, in some states, I don't know about California. In some states, you can get your license at fifteen. That's, I mean, that's, that's too young. I'm sorry. I think when I got out of 19, I was, I felt too young. I'm too young to drive right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I agree. You got your license at 19. Man, and I thought you were one of the late ones to get your license. That was late. That was it like middle late. of college. 19 is very late to get your license. Yeah. I was 23. Yeah, you that's get insane. Yeah. Well, they, they make you a three point turn and I just kept hitting the cars. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not to be all high and mighty, but I got my license at 17, though I famously bought my driver's license. Well, how'd you, how'd you do that? Don't worry about it, but I never pass a driver's test. Nice. <laughs> don't, don't worry about it. So uh, the, the cop drives away. <laughs> the cop drives away. Cop drives away. Ryan did not. Uh, Ryan, Ryan gets out of the car, goes around to Marissa's side, opens the door, takes her uh, personal bottle of vodka, chucks it as far as he can, and uh, it shatters when it lands. So great toss from Ryan here. And then Ryan uh, slams the door and just keeps repeatedly opening the door this and slamming it shut. This is terrifying. If a boyfriend again, again. did this for me, I yeah. would murder him with a gun. No, this is terrible. Like He slams the door six times and Marissa cries for him to stop because he's scaring her. And Ryan tells her, good, because you're scaring me. And th this has to be as frightening as we've seen Ryan since the series began. Yeah, it definitely is because her fingers are also in the, <laughs> the hinge there. Yeah, I didn't mention that he's breaking each one of her <laughs> fingers. <laughs> no, definitely, it's, so, it's a lot of intensity. You know, it, that's scary. That's also her door. It, maybe it would be better if it was his side door, but it's still scary. It's loud noise. It's aggressive. You don't know what he's going to do next. He's starting to lose it a little bit. I'd, I'd be nervous. He's, he's been mad at you this whole time. You don't know, yeah. you don't know him that well. I mean, you've only known him for a little while. You get why he's frustrated, and like he finally just can't hold it in anymore, and he just explodes. And mm -hmm. we're seeing some very uh, raw and real emotion from him. I obviously, I mean, good thing he he only slams the door, and he doesn't like do any anything like to hurt Marissa or anything. Right. But clearly, Ryan is emotionally exhausted now, and he's just like just drinking, crying, cops. Well, it must be Christmas, and just reinforces Ryan's hatred of the holidays, and so. Marissa gets out of the car. She's still crying. And Ryan tells her that he left this behind and he's not doing it again. And, uh, you know, Ryan noticed a pattern in someone. Uh, he, he's, he's saying, no, fuck this. Uh, definitely could have been gentler about it. But, uh, you know, it seems like she responds well to this eventually because she just tells him okay and takes his hand. Yeah. I, I mean, he's got a lot going on right now with the holidays and this happening to him right now. He's just everyone's very emotional for, for different reasons. Uh, Marissa's also a little drunk right now, yeah. so I think that, that she, you know, yeah, she wasn't listening. She wasn't listening to him, but I hope he apologized for slamming the door in her face six times. I hope so. I would be so. very, very, very upset if a boyfriend did that to me. Yes. So. Uh, the next morning, Ryan is in the kitchen. Seth comes in, uh, tells him that the lady's laid down the law, so it's over. Uh, he, he doesn't know what to do because he only knows how Ladies to handle rejection and ridicule. <laughs> yep. And so. Uh, 
Seth has Ryan have his night win, and Ryan just matter-of-factly tells him that Marissa got drunk, and they got pulled over by the cops with an open ta- container of vodka. And Ryan's just like, hey, that Marissa, she's really making life interesting for you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Good <laughs> attitude, Seth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ryan tells him, now you see why I hate Christmas. But all Seth heard is that a cop got another call, and Ryan got off with a warning. So Seth declares this a Christmica miracle. And he tells Ryan to think about it. Uh, what would have happened to the old Ryan Atwood? He would have gotten busted, but this time you had Jesus working for you, and then you had Moses working together, the super team, fighting for you to keep you safe and give you a second chance. And uh, Ryan looks concerned for Seth's sanity, and, um, but Seth's faith has been restored, so he's he's ready because Anna's coming over, and now, now he, he doesn't even know what he's going to tell uh, Anna, but he's so sure that the words... Oh, bye. Oh, she is <laughs> so, now, okay. I thought that was me, and I got very scared. But, um, so Ryan is so so sure he's gonna find the words that uh, he's so sure that uh, the the Christmas Christmaca miracle is still with him, and so uh, he's got faith in both Jesus and Moses, and he goes to talk to Anna, and uh, it doesn't go well. Uh, he, he doesn't. He's like stumbling over his words, uh, and then he keeps talking, and the camera spins around, and when it spins back, he's talking to Summer now. Uh, She's hilarious and awesome and caliente, of course. Mm-hmm. And, and then it does the thing where the camera keeps spinning and we keep switching between Seth and talking to Anna and that Summer. That camera effect was so stupid. That, would, that, that looked horrible. <laughs> Maybe you want to throw up. Yeah, it was Not making cool. me nauseous. I didn't yeah. love it. And Summer and Seth end up both telling, or he, he tells both of them that they should just be friends. And uh, Seth does finally give them their gifts, though, the classic Seth Cohen starter pack. Mm-hmm. However... Both Summer and Anna tell Seth that they don't want to just be his friend, and so it looks like Seth now has lost two friends, but at least he has two extra copies of The Goonies, and uh, you can never have too many copies of The Goonies, which, is this true? Are, are any of you guys uh, big Goonies guys? Uh, I, I like it. No. I've seen it once or twice as a, as a I boy. I think I've seen it once. Yeah. Could not tell you anything about it. I know the one part where he goes, ch-ch-ch-ch-chunk. Yeah, the classic part. Yeah, I think Chunk's a character. I don't know. Probably. Yeah. Is it Christmas based movie? No, I don't think so I don't at all. Think so. Not that I remember. Yeah. Okay. It's not like Oh, uh, I think Gre- I'm thinking of Gremlins. I was you just gonna say it's not Gremlins, like Gremlins, yeah. the famous Christmas my favorite Christmas movie. As okay. I, I've never seen either of them. Gremlins is a great movie. One of the like <laughs> I've recently said this on the podcast, but one of the three movies I would force everyone to watch out whenever I was uh, at a sleepover party and so uh I think it, we, it's we should, like one of the only and... movies that um like really scared kevin as a kid it, i wow. agree and it's just I, I maybe i didn't let you make me watch it because i was too afraid of those like it's one of the it's no. the kind of animation or it's like puppeteering that really freaks me out mm. i don't, I don't those like those mogwais are so cute they are adorable little well, creatures come sleep I, over and we'll uh, watch it and pot about it oh sounds good yeah. i'm always down to pot about gremlins so um death sitting alone with his gifts looking dejected I, I why didn't he just choose like can he just really not make a decision or like what's going on here maybe he is like reflecting internally and is like you know what i'm obviously not mature enough to have a single girlfriend at all so let me just put the brakes and kind of digest what has been happening to me over the past couple months and get back to one of these girls because i i would say that they don't want to be his friend because one of them dressed like a comic book character and tried to lasso <laughs> him into bed so they're horny for Seth. Yeah, I don't. They can't be. They can be friends with each other. Maybe, but maybe. Hopefully, maybe they're gonna be horny for each other. Maybe this is gonna be what needs Hopefully. to happen. Maybe the girls uh, are into girls. Maybe the girls are into. Girls. And they just need to figure it out. And that's our show. <laughs> that's our episode. <laughs> I think we all learned a little something today. 
Yeah. <laughs> so, Kirsten answers the door. It's Caleb. He comes in hot, yelling at his daughter immediately for corporate. He espionage. always comes in fucking hot. <laughs> he sure does. Yeah, a big piece of ass. <laughs> so, um, he says he could have had Kirsten fired or sued her even. And Kirsten just tells him that he was extorting the county and it was eventually going to come out. And then what? And so Caleb tells her that she shouldn't have shown him or she should have shown him when he found that report. And she's just like, you should have shown me when it started. And, uh, you know, of course, Caleb refuses to admit any wrongdoing here. And then Kirsten didn't see any other way. And Caleb says that she was dishonest, calculating and ruthless. So naturally, this is finally what makes Caleb proud of his daughter. And he just goes, Kiki. We just might make a real estate mogul out of you yet. Which, what a weirdo. This what guy's so ruthless to like Ugh. reveal truthful information yeah. to your yeah. husband. Yeah, it's not even like dishonest or calculating and ruthless. It's like it was the like, opposite. Yeah, by him it was. It was, honest. was, honest. It was not dishonest. calculating at all. And yeah, it's just. I think he just turned him on a little too much. And then keep with the incest. Like, I'm just, I'm asking you. Was well, that, I'm sorry, cut out. <laughs> I was like, can you chill with the incest? I, I, I what was that? Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Missed it. Oh, I can't hear you. That's so weird. So anyway, uh, Caleb and his daughter should make out. <laughs> and the Brady Bunch should all make out. <laughs> One collective bunch just making out. So uh, Caleb notices uh, Kirsten's mom's ornaments on the tree, tells her they look nice. Kirsten says there might be a gift under there for him. So... I guess kind of a nice moment. I don't know. <laughs> like, don't whatever. Know. <laughs> so, Ryan's about to leave the pool house, and Sandy asks where he's going. Uh, says they're thinking about a movie. And Ryan tells Sandy that Marissa's actually going to go see a therapist this morning. Uh, and Sandy's like, yeah, she's got a lot going on. Uh, and he's like, yeah, you, you could go with her. Or you could, uh, you know, not. And so Sandy is just like, yeah, Marissa has to figure this out for herself. And Ryan has to let her. And he says, you're here with us now. You don't have to be the parent anymore, which I love Ryan's instinct to be so caring of everyone in his life. Of course, he wants to go with Marissa to therapy, but you know, also Sandy's right. Going going to therapy is something that Marissa is more than capable of doing by herself, and uh, Sandy's letting Ryan off the hook and saying that he doesn't have to be so invested in every single thing that happens to someone. Right. I, I'm glad we get a, a, a nice Sandy moment here because Sandy hasn't been a part of an enjoyable plot line really in this episode. We get we get a good father son moment here that we, we I think we need one of these in every episode. Yeah, nice so, quick one. This is just something that Ryan isn't used to, uh, because back in Chino, you get the feeling that if he wasn't completely on top of everything, there would be like absolute chaos. Right. He's like, hey, man, you can be a kid now. You can relax. Yeah. So Ryan seems down to watch a movie, even though Sandy gets to pick. And, uh, you know, I wouldn't have minded if Ryan went to therapy Mar with Marissa if she wanted him there. But I also like him taking a step back just just for his sanity, you know? Sure. Yeah. And, and maybe like like Sandy was kind of saying, too, let let, uh, let the girl grow on her own. She, she can't yeah. have you as a crutch for everything. So Marissa goes to therapy. Uh, it's nice to finally see someone in the show getting therapy because, again, most of them need it. And Marissa sits down, and who is sitting across from her but Oliver? Yes, that's right. It's our first appearance of the very polarizing Oliver. Uh, Lita, I'm sure you remember him fondly. I had no idea this was Oliver's introduction episode. When I He's just in one scene, episode. one scene at the very end. Yeah, hooray. Oliver's here. <laughs> Brendan, based Yay. on the reaction, I can tell that you can you can tell that uh i mean lita at least seems thrilled to, that oliver is finally oh yeah oliver is a notoriously all-time great oc character brendan you're gonna love him um <laughs> so, sounds great universally <laughs> beloved by fans so after some long awkward silence much much like the silence that brendan just delivered for us <laughs> 
Marissa, Marissa gets up to go, and Oliver sees her leaving and tells her that he came here three times before he actually walked through the door. And Oliver recognizes Marissa somehow and asks if she goes to Harbor. And Marissa introduces herself and says hi. And Oliver's like, yeah, yeah, you're the girl at school that organizes things. Now, aren't you the Marissa, social chair at that school yeah. I don't go to? Yeah. yeah I that's like, that's um, insane. That yeah, this. you mean social chair. But she sits back down, and then she's like, oh, so you go to Harbor. And he's like, nope, I go to Pacific. Which... How did he recognize her then from Harbor? She's the one who plans all the parties. I mean, he he calls her out for not being very social, and which is fair. But <laughs> also, like, she's probably just confused that you know everything about her. Yeah. And you go to a different school, so he, he introduces himself as Oliver Trask, and we get some more awkward silence as, like you said, Oliver tells Marissa that for a social chair, well, I don't find you to be very social at all. Gonna have to take, gonna have to talk to somebody about a recall. Which man, this guy's got jokes. Nice one. <laughs> Really good. That was your joke of the episode, Brendan? Joke of the episode. Yeah. I, mean, I, so, I have flagged this up before, though. She, I, I didn't know she had any friends besides uh, Summer, so I, I don't know why she's in charge of all these clubs and who listens to her. <laughs> she's, she's like the, she's the Ryan of girls. <laughs> Everyone calls her the Ryan of girls. Yeah. You didn't see that one scene where she Maybe was flying Ryan her car door over the, and over again? Maybe Ryan is the Marissa of boys, you misogynist. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very uh, Caleb reaction. <laughs> <laughs> not offended. Not, not offended. Just like, okay. 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 I don't have time for this. Okay, I want to go to bed. <laughs> okay, I'm already up on my homophobic slurs. I might yeah. as well be a misogynist anyway. <laughs> so uh, Marissa isn't being social because she's a little embarrassed to be in a psychiatrist's office, which, you know, the unfortunate stigma of seeing a therapist, which was probably uh, much worse 20 years ago than it is now. And so... Oliver agrees that it's embarrassing, so he let's just address the obvious and move on. And he straight up asks Marissa what's wrong with her. And Marissa is dumbfounded, so Oliver repeats the question. And Marissa tells him that if she knew, she wouldn't be here. And Oliver looks very skeptical, so he's going to show off his people-reading skills and says, You're not an alcoholic, yet. You've OD'd at least once. Pills, I'd say. Muscle relaxants, definitely. And I'm not sure what Oliver is doing, but Marissa's like, it was painkillers, actually. So Oliver tells her, oh, so you didn't really want to hurt yourself. So... Does Oliver do like cold readings with every person that sits down here? Like, I, I would not not go to therapy anymore. <laughs> well, if <laughs> he already knew that she was the social chair of a school that's that he true. doesn't go to, like, he's I would probably just be heard. Yeah, that he like heard rumors. That's kind of what yeah, I that makes too. sense. Yeah, it's, he's really like. And I guess like after the, like the game of telephone, he had heard it was muscle relaxers. He got that one detail wrong. Yeah, 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 because he gets it wrong. It's not even like that impressive because he yeah. doesn't get it exactly correct. And but so I don't know much about. Drugs, but aren't muscle relaxers like for shitting? Oh, what? <laughs> you think you have laxatives? Like, like you're like gonna loosen up your asshole if you're constipated. A muscle relaxatives. Oh my god! I, I don't know if you're describing poppers or laxatives. I don't know either. Neither one are. I, I do relax. a combination cocktail usually. <laughs> Jesus, that sounds like a horrible night. <laughs> So Grab not your poppers and laxatives and listen to this week's Sandy Boys. I already know my tweet. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, the, the therapist is uh, ready to see Marissa now, so she goes in and Oliver tells her uh, that he'll see her next week. So we get one scene of Oliver in this episode. Brendan, what's your first impression of our new character? I don't know. I think he's trying too hard to be quirky. Not, he's trying not too hard to be it. something. He's trying yeah. to, I, I don't dislike so, him yet, but... He's not not starting off on the right foot. Okay, so 
Seth laying on the couch as a Blue Christmas by Bright Eyes plays in the background, and Ryan asks how it went with the girls. So Seth offers or answers him by offering him a Seth Cohen starter pack, and I, I can't believe this happened to Seth on Christmas. Like, what happened to Jesus and Moses being in his corner? I don't know. Those guys let me down every year personally, so <laughs> it's only a matter of time. Ryan Ryan shows Seth that he's holding his Ryan stocking, even though it's uh, very minty, and that he's thinking of hanging it, and uh, this cheers Seth right up. He's happy. Uh, another Chrismica convert, and Seth never doubted it for a second. He has already put the hook up just in case. And so Sandy and Kirsten back now with some movie options. The choices are Fiddler on the Roof, It's a Wonderful Life, or Sandy's selection, Sylvester Stallone's Over the Top. Um, I... I feel nothing about these movie selections. I don't. I don't understand them. But uh, worth it just to get uh, Sandy's flawless <laughs> Sylvester well, Stallone's it, impression. It's because one of them is notably Jewish, one of them uh-huh. is notably Christian, and the uh-huh. other one is completely random. Okay. Never heard of this yeah, last I, I guess. film. I don't. I don't know. I don't know the film, but uh, yeah. I, I, I think I do it's just it. a joke because it's literally yeah. a movie about Sylvester Stallone arm wrestling. It's like a totally <laughs> I, random movie, but Filler on I the love, Roof is like very Jewish, and it's Wonderful Life is a Christmas movie. Uh, I, I, Brendan, we famously, I we famously saw Fiddler on the Roof together. Your dad bought me Twizzlers. I hated the play. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, you're oh, not okay. Bad not music. Homophobic, homophobic oh. misogynistic, and uh, anti-Semitic. <laughs> you wrap it all up in a nice uh, Brendan starter pack. A nice. <laughs> yeah, that's the Brendan starter pack. <laughs> With Twizzlers so. on top. Love a Twizzler. <laughs> And so does Brendan. Um, I, I happen to know that about Brendan. This is oh, right. it's the one thing you know about me. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the only thing. And so Dandy wishes his parents a Merry Christmas and gives them both the Seth Cohen starter packs. Not a bad idea, regifting these since he does not have use for them anymore. Mm-hmm. And so Ryan hangs his stocking, goes with his family to watch the movie as Sandy puts his arm around him. And, uh, you know, perfect amount of room for the above the fireplace for Ryan's stocking. Uh, it was meant to be. And camera zooms in on the four stockings right under the menorah and then we see the the cohen family chrismica card with the four of them sitting Aww. under the fireplace happy chrismica sandy kirsten seth and ryan very cute and very cute that's our episode so what what happens next has, has seth lost two friends i think we repeat the storyline of two dates one party for saint patrick's day mm-hmm mm-hmm that's what uh that's what zumple was trying to type into the youth center computer right two dates one party <laughs> yeah that's for no one <laughs> for absolutely nobody <laughs> that's for you that's, that's, that's just a little something for, a little something for brendan sometimes <laughs> thank you thank you and he gets a treat once in a while <laughs> so, uh you know what else how does therapy affect marissa uh you know well she's got to fall in love with this guy it's, and I, i'm kind of <laughs> glad because like we can't have these two together for the entire series and also i don't i'm not that invested in ryan and marissa anyway so i'm happy wow. to break them up for a little while if they're gonna end up together by the end of the series fine but let's have them off for maybe five seasons let's, okay. let's, let's put them right. back together at the very end also how's luke doing another lukeless episode i'm kind of craving a little lukey uh, me too me too ever yeah. since his big episode last week mm-hmm. um all right let, let's let's do some segments real quick so that we can go to bed uh comedy fan is back with another with another user the review banger. of the week he gives the episode seven out of ten and they say it's it is time of 
It is time of Christmica, a combination holiday designed by Seth. Marissa gets into trouble with shoplifting and then gets drunk, which leads to a fight with Ryan. Seth still is with Summer and Anna, but the two make him decide. He wants to be just friends with both, but they don't want to. <laughs> Randy, don't know who Randy is. <laughs> Randy wins against Caleb with Kirsten's help. I like how the show is going at first. I wasn't sure, but Jesus, this is a run on sentence. I like how the show is going at first. I wasn't sure it will be good, but it is now. And the younger actors are all better now than in the first episodes, except for Adam Brody, who was great from the start. A little bit of a bait and switch there with that, mm. with that sentence. Uh, I am a bit sad that he won't be with Anna. Her gift was so special, but uh, I like how Anna. they did it. Oh, embarrassing. Yeah, team Adam. Uh, that, that's Comedy Fans Review. Another great one, of course. I think Randy uh, is Sandy whenever he's horny. <laughs> Which, of course, happens all the time. That's a lot. Uh, next week, the episode is called The Countdown. Do you have any predictions based on that episode title? Ooh. Well, this is pre-Beyonce, so I have no clue. Yeah, Beyonce was not alive when this episode <laughs> was released. <laughs> um, oh, well, can- oh the, New Year's. Okay. You yeah, got so, it. Yeah. Kirsten's unruly sister hosts a huge New Year's Eve party. I, I love a good uh, good party in these these rich worlds. All right, let let us uh, raid the episode. Um, Brendan, you went first last time, so I will go first this time. I know I know this episode wasn't perfect. I gave last week an A. I'm not going to give this one an A. But I, I, I've always thought highly of this episode. It's in that stretch of episodes that I like with Thanksgiving, followed by the classic episode last week, followed by this one. And I think it's another solid episode. It's it's a classic episode. And, and most importantly, it introduced the concept of Christmica to everyone. And, and now it's everyone's favorite holiday. So I, I just think the significance of Christmica alone, like, bumps this up a little bit for me. And... It's like, you know, famously the only thing Brendan already knew about in regards to the show. And I also think it's a it's a good episode. There, there's, you know, a little bit of a dud storyline with, with, uh, with the Balboa heights of it all. But we get the intense Ryan and Marissa plot that ends with Ryan having to uh, deal with the holiday ghosts and Marissa going to therapy. Uh, we at least get the resolution to Caleb and Sandy Balboa Heights saga. And it is, I think, a satisfying one where Sandy gets to have one over on Caleb, even if we don't understand exactly how it happened. But And then we, we finally move forward from Seth having two girlfriends uh, to, to Seth now having zero girlfriends. And, uh, you know, Seth's unwavering love for the holiday he created and Ryan's begrudging acceptance for it at the end of the episode is, is very cute. So I'm uh, maybe, you know, giving this a curve just because it is, it's, it introduces Christmas to everyone, but I'm I'm gonna give it an A minus. So, uh, Bre- Brendan, what do what do you think of the episode? Yeah, I was expecting to give this an A before we even started the episode because it had just been so right. hyped up for me, uh, and it, it was a huge come down from Thanksgiving, where Thanksgiving was so good, and this was kind of a little bit lackluster, just not not nearly as funny. I suppose the OC can be have a lot of like genuine jokes where sometimes we're laughing at Gospel Girl because of the absurdity. Where in the OC, it's genuinely funny all the time. Um, mm. but it wasn't that much this episode. Like we said, with the Sandy plotline is a little bit boring. Um, we do have some great iconic moments though, with the, the car scene and the, the gifts that were the, the Wonder Woman and the comic book. Both Wonder great. Woman. Yeah. Don't forget about Wonder Woman. Can't forget about that. The, um, I don't know. The Chris Mika, like, like you said, the, the origin of it is also a lot of fun though. So it's, it's a, a little, a little sloppy. Uh, I'll, I'll go B minus. All right, so Brendan is going B minus. Lita, what grade are you giving the episode? Um, yeah, like I said, I didn't really remember much about the specific episode, apparently, um, because this like environmental law plot line is really <laughs> stupid. Um, okay, we get it. Yeah. You hate the environment. You were rooting for Caleb, uh, honestly. 
Um, but the uh, this episode introduces, uh, like you said, a massive cultural concept. Um, Summer's there. Death she is. is. Seth is involved. So, you know, it's still, I'm going to call it a B plus. OCR All right. Episode. We're a little, little over right. the map with this one. Um, an A minus, a B minus, and a B plus. Not not bad. Not a, not a bad grade for the best Christmica ever. Uh, MVP, I feel like there's a lot of options, but not a clear choice for MVP. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go with Sandy because he, uh, Kirsten chooses him over her father. And then because of that, Sandy gets to win his case against Caleb for the low, low price of $1. And uh, he gets the last laugh and gets to enjoy uh, the holiday with his family. So I'll, I'll, I'll give Sandy an MVP. I don't know if I've given Sandy an MVP yet. So wow. uh, I know you've given him a ton, but... I don't know if I have, so I at least want to get him on the board for me. Uh, so I'll give it to Sandy. Brendan, who are you giving the MVP to? You know, and I, I almost I feel the opposite where I can't think of anyone that deserves it because every, like everyone's having a bad day. Yeah, agreed. Um, the only person that besides Sandy that I could give it to is Kirsten, but she has that dance with Jimmy, so she's off the table. <laughs> so Sandy gets it. So you're also giving it to Sandy. Uh, Lita, who's your choice for MVP? God, I can't think of anybody. Um, like... I mean, I want to give it to Summer just for looking that hot. Wow. And that's valid. She, she gets broken up with. I mean, like, it's weird because Seth, I mean, I just Kinda don't understand why Seth breaks up with both of yeah. these girls. But it he doesn't, doesn't really sense. lose them. He choose, he dispenses yeah. them. Yeah. But he's just stressed about his holiday the whole day. Like, I don't know if he's having fun at all. Except yeah, for those I don't know. Moments. It's definitely not Marissa. I feel like Ryan's, like, in a shitty place with mm-hmm. his girlfriend and... Yeah, I feel like, uh, are there any wild cards we can give it to? <laughs> like mm. Cooper for getting a beautiful Christmas party? Uh, you, sure. I mean, that's, listen, there, there's no rules for who you want to give the MVP to. Yeah, look, Julie Cooper, she doesn't lose anything. She's trying to replace uh, Caleb's ex-wife. She has her daughter go to therapy. in a different place. Yeah. yeah, her daughter goes to therapy. She lays down the law and looks like a good parent compared to her fucking losing, loser <laughs> ex-husband. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we'll bl- yeah it- she gets to blame Jimmy for everything. She's at least got yeah, a source we'll of money. Julie- we'll give it to Julie Cooper. All right, All right. so Julie with an MVP. Um, LVP, I've I've got to give the LVP to uh, Marissa here. L- listen, I I feel for her with everything she's got going on. Holidays are a tough time for depressed people, and uh, I'm very happy she is finally agreeing to go to therapy. Uh, but she chugged a bunch of vodka and then tried to drive. Like That's really bad. <laughs> I, I've... I have no idea what happened with that hit and run, but she, she's lucky no one, I guess, found out or cared about that. Yeah. And and then like and like her parents don't find out that she was trying to drive drunk or anything, and she almost gets Ryan fucked with the cops. So it, it could have been really bad if not for the miracle of Chrismica, if not for uh, Jesus and Moses working in her corner. Uh, honestly, uh, maybe I should have given uh, Jesus and Moses a joint MVP, but oh I, yeah, I'll, oh there you go. We should just I'll give stay. Jesus and Moses a joint. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, smoke we should just Jesus and Moses a joint. <laughs> That's how... smoke with Sandy and bring him back to his Berkeley days. <laughs> <laughs> Dream blunt rotation: Sandy Cohen, Jesus, and Moses. <laughs> <laughs> That's the tweet. <laughs> <laughs> That's the tweet. <laughs> so I'm giving up, Marissa, the LVP. Brendan, who's your LVP? I hate to do it. I hate to do it, but. I got to give it to my man, Caleb, for losing a quarter wow. of a billion dollars in one episode. <laughs> true. It's not great. He lost. <laughs> it's true. He lost. Oh, only 249 million. Oh, that's true. That's true. Uh, not, yeah. 
$999,999. Well, I guess he does give that dollar back to Sandy to be anti-Semitic. Okay, so we're back. We're back. (laughs) We're back. Sorry, I I used to be an accountant, so I'm really good at at balancing these budgets. Um, Lita, who's your LVP of the episode? Yeah, I think I have to agree with with the Marissa call here. Although Jimmy Cooper always not looking great. (laughs) Physically also. I mean... Yeah, physically looking great. He's got that Hercules hair. <laughs> yeah, he's got that Hercules hair. That's so true. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Is, the, has, is the hashtag Her- Hercules hair? I forget what the hashtag uh, is. Yeah, if you made it to the end of the Hercule podcast. Hercules hair? Did you just sing- make Hercules singular? <laughs> Hercules hair. Hashtag Hercules hair. Oh, oh boy. All right. That does it, except, of course, for everyone's favorite segment Sandy Boys Theater. You are now listening to Sandy Boys Theater. And for this one, we are going to do that scene where uh, Seth and Summer are, you know, Summer's giving Seth her gift to him, and then Anna walks in. Alita, you said you definitely don't want to be your Pittsburgh girl, Anna. You want to be uh, Wonder Woman's Summer. Summer. Uh, So, Brendan, would you like to be Seth or would you like to be Anna? Hmm. Where's Anna's line? Uh, I'll be Anna. All right. So I will be Seth. Does everyone have their script out in front of them? Mm Mm-hmm. All right. I will start. Hey, Anna. Summer was just giving me her gift. It's cool. You're Wonder Woman? Ah. I mean, you look amazing. Is that my story? Oh my God. I made you a comic book. What am I, eight? Dicko, wonder whore. (laughs) Wonder Woman's not a whore, okay? Stop. What are we doing? Don't talk about Wonder Woman like that. (laughs) I don't know. This is ridiculous. Okay, you guys, one second, please. Let's not have one speed bump derail the whole train, okay? Let's not throw the baby out with the bathwater. Let's let's make some more metaphors. Let's squeeze that stone and make it bleed. I think that's <laughs> supposed to be mix some more metaphors. I think he does say let's make some more metaphors. Okay. Hey, listen, look, I'll... <laughs> look, I'm not into talking about, like, feelings or whatever, but I like you, okay? And so does she. If we don't put an end to this soon... Someone's going to get hurt. Gotta choose, Cohen. All right, let's just all be friends. Okay. Let's all kiss. You want to listen to Death Cab? Let's all make like the Brady Bunch do and kiss. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. A classic ending to that scene. (laughs) Another great edition of Sandy Boys Theater. And that's going to do it, except, of course, for some plugs. But before we get to that, Lita, thank you so much for making time for us. Uh, This was a. A whirlwind of a podcast. Do you have anything that you would like to plug at this hour? So I would like to pl- plug the fact that I'm running for political office. And I think I've Getting demonstrated lots of a very professional Patreon, front tonight. Yeah. Um, so you can donate to my campaign. Follow uh, Lita for PGH, L-A-T-A-F-O-R-P-G-H at, at Twitter.com. <laughs> um, I didn't add that. Um <laughs> And uh, yeah, please donate to my campaign. Maddie and Brendan both have done so, so wow, um, it's fully endorsed. Yeah, um, we have no longer have any money in the funds for Patreon. It's it's all gone. Sleet is fund. Yeah, we. <laughs> yeah, use yeah. all of our patron dollars for to uh, donate to Lita. And we're still the lo- um, the lowest donor. 
I'm <laughs> I am running in the city that Anna Stern is famously from. Uh, oh, that's the OC. That's, that's, the, that's the OC connection. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, follow me at Lena for PGH on everything. Um, that's it. I don't know. Okay, that's great, great. Oh, that's a great plug, Brendan. What are you plugging? Um, you guys, if you're here, you know and love us. Just get the word out and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Tell your friends. Make them maybe uh, give them the gift of a Patreon subscription and buy it. Buy it for somebody. That would be so nice of you. Um, That'd be a great Christmas. Be a great gift. gift. Yeah. Also, it's baseball season, so strap on those her up. jerseys oh, i'd like to plug baseball crack of the bat you know <laughs> swing and a miss all those good things so look out for that swing, bada, bada. <laughs> we love those uh it's hey, out to the ball it's game. also going to start being hey, um summer shandy top. season so start get your shandy drinking on and uh that's, that's all i have to say wow that was good yeah um i haven't really been on any other podcast recently so uh i guess uh the, the Hoppy Boys, the, the, oh, the yeah. uh, Malt Madness finale will be coming out. So listen to me on that. Um, today, I watched the Australian Survivor finale, and boy, did they stick the landing. A, a great season with a great ending. Got a little hairy towards the end there, but they really stuck the landing. So, Brendan, if you're ever going to watch a season of Survivor and you have a lot of spare time, this is the one. I will never do that on my own. Wow. You know... We, uh, you famously almost got into Survivor. We watched half of. Well, that's what I'm saying. I, I, if you sat me down and made me watch it at your your house, or you came over here, like I did not make you. I did not make you watch it. I, I felt forced. Um, <laughs> you I, came I, over and said, I, "I should I get into Survivor? Let, <laughs> let's watch a season." You're putting words in my mouth. Uh, I, I'd watch it with <laughs> someone next to me, maybe. Have you uh, have you watched Shrinking yet? I also watched. The I've been of excited Shrinking. to watch that. I, 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 I really like it. When I'm looking a, for other things, I'm like, great ah, I gotta get television. on that. Yeah, I can't wait. Great. Jason Siegel, Harrison Ford, Jessica uh, Williams a, uh, vehicle. What a trio. Yeah, it's really, really good. Uh, besides that, obviously, watch the Save by the Bell reboot. That's, of you know, classic. You have a Peacock account. You have no excuse. Um, that's all I got. Okay. Time to go Betty Bye. You can follow me on Twitter. What? Time to go Betty Bye. That's, that's not how we close the show. It should be. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> You can follow me on Twitter at MattyFresh24. You can follow Brendan at Ruppy Puppy. You can follow his podcast, The Hoppy Boys, at The Hoppy Boys Pod. You can come back next time where we will break, be breaking down Season 1, Episode 14, The Countdown, with another great guest, another familiar voice, even. Mm. Uh, but until then, stay, stay Andy. Stay.